Hey everybody and welcome to this week's show, which is a photography show special. We recorded it live at the NEC at the photography show over last weekend, the two days that we were there. Um, we had great fun at the mega analog meetup on Saturday, uh, although sadly it was far too busy to try and record during the day. But we did record with people who were still around in the evening and some more people on the Sunday. So we've got chats coming up with people from Intrepid and Analog Wonderland, Solacan, Silverpan, Kodak, Ilford and many, many more. Um, do stay tuned. The audio quality is not great. There was an incredible amount of background noise there, uh, which we couldn't do anything about. Um, and also my microphone technique is a bit terrible, which I probably could do something about. So I'll work on that, I promise. But thank you so much to everybody who donated on Coffee and gave us the ability to record any of this show because without you guys, it would not exist. Uh, our little recorder did a fantastic job and will now be saving up to buy some microphones to plug into it. So maybe we can do something about that background noise next time. Um, enjoy the show listeners lots of great conversations coming up and I hope we will see you next year at the photography show okay bye for now okay so we're here on day one of the photography show and I have with me Alex Cleal Alex, you are the youngest of the many people who turned up today. Yeah. Um, it is fantastic to see you. So, uh, one, uh, this is a horrible question, how old are you? Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, you are substantially younger than most of the other people. Yeah. Who it is wonderful to see someone in your age down here getting involved. What has brought you into film photography? Um, I recently got into photography and I started using my dad's old film camera. And after, no, from there I just kind of spent a bit too much and... Fell into the, fell into the trap. Yeah, it's really interesting. I, I, I like the process. It's slow. It's a bit slower than digital, and yeah. uh, it's, it just allows me to take better photos, like spend more time, and compose better. It's really helped. And is this the first time you've been to a photography show? Yes, it is. Yeah. How have you found it today? It's been re it's really interesting actually. There's a lot of stands here, and I've learned a lot of things, especially about cyanotypes. It's yeah, really yeah. cyanotypes. That's been fantastic. I saw the one you just made on Rachel's yeah, stand. That's brilliant. fantastic. Yeah. Um, what else has piqued your interest today? Because I know you've been around um, most of them. Well, there's that many are there. It's about eight analog stands. So yeah. which ones, apart from the scientists, which ones have piqued your interest? The solar can, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I went and bought one. It's really interesting to see how you know, just a pinhole, a very simple pinhole camera can make such an interesting image. Really, yeah. yeah, really interesting. It's, I mean, it's really, as you said, both the cyanotypes and the solar can. Yeah, they are both things that are. I mean, they are photography in the sense they're catching up, but they're sort of very adjacent thing. But uh, they're a wonderful way of engaging yeah, with indeed, that yeah. creative art form without actually needing any technical equipment. Mm. Um, have you managed to get through the day without buying anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> Spent a bit more than I would have liked to, but oh well, I've, got, I've got some good things. I'm going to be happy with them. Yeah, so what yeah. have you picked up today then? Um, I bought a solar can, I bought a film squeegee so I can dry my film off without using two fingers and uh, I've also got some double film Apollo to experiment oh, with. awesome! Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I have got some, uh, not some double film, but that colour shift stuff is something I really want to play yeah, around with. You. Um, so, 15 years old, you, how long have you been taking pictures for full stop? Um, with just film? Yeah, well with anything. When um, did you get into photography? I got into photography um, just, a, just a bit over a year now, um, yeah. just a year ago, because I, I dropped French at school, so it was yeah. just too hard. I decided to do photography, and it just, it just kind of started from there. Yeah. So I started doing like, just small shoots for school projects, and that's, I've got my own camera, 
when I was uh, when I was going out and taking more, more and more photos, and I just really got interested in it. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. And it seems to have been quite hard because I was talking to you and your dad earlier. Yeah. And you're saying you, you're already at a point where you're having to think about getting rid of some cameras. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's always a drastic stage. <laughs> I mean, I haven't got to that point yet and I have many cameras. Um, what are you shooting at the moment? What, I mean, what's the sort of favourite go-tos? Um, my favourite camera at the moment is my Pentax 6.7 just because of the, the resolution it can capture the yeah. medium format film. Yeah, it's really, really nice to shoot on. And what are you drawn to shooting? What is the, what is inspiring you? What are you getting out there? I quite like shooting people. So I went to Seven Valley Railway recently, and I did a shoot as part of a photography project. And I took photos of people working on the trains and driving trains. And it was just, it was, it was nice. To, it was just nice to go out and take photos, yeah, things like that. Yeah. yeah. So. What am I right? So you, so you're doing photography as part of your school. Yeah, as part of GTC. Um, are you the only person there shooting film? What's the um, list these days? Me and my friends shoot film, both shoot film, but we're, we're in the, yeah, that's only me and my friends shoot film. How how good is the um, the school about supporting your desire to shoot film? They give me free film. Hey! And they have they have a dark room with all the enlargers and stuff like that. So that's I've been fantastic. yeah, I'm, I'm starting to use them now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. That's really yeah. good. I mean, the, uh, I think that's a rare school that you're at. You yeah, still it is, has yeah. all that facilities. Um, where where are you interested in going next with all of this? I want to do probably more work with people, like portraits. Yeah. More more work like that. Something I'm just kind of going out and just shooting whatever I see. But I want to do more intense work. I want to see if I can cope with more yeah. intense work and environment. Yeah. Yeah. And. In terms of the, like, when people, you, when your peer group sees you out there with, I mean, especially something like the Pentax 6-7, yeah. that's a big lump of camera, yeah, there's no way someone's going to mistake that for a digital camera mm. or pass it by. What is the general response you get from people when they see you out working um, with this? A lot of people recognise the camera, it's, you know, it's quite iconic, yeah. um, and they, they ask me questions about it, like when I got it, how much I paid for it usually, because they're quite expensive sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're quite interested in what I'm shooting, like, what, what, why I've got it, yeah. And how do you find it, uh, how are you finding the film community, as somebody who is at the younger end of being a member of it, how do you find the film community to be part of? Because it seems like, yeah. it's mostly older people. It is, yeah. <laughs> like, what's it like for some of your age to be part of that? Um, well, it's, it's an experience, I'm, I'm learning from seeing other people and what they do. Um, a lot of people are quite, you know, quite supportive, they're quite nice, you know. They like to, um, the, like for instance, I put, I put things on Instagram and I put my hashtags there to try and get some more likes. A lot of people are really supportive and they, you know, they tell me like, you like more work, yeah, stuff like that. It's just, that's good. Yeah, it's just very supportive. Yeah, so, that's yeah. really good to hear. Do you, are there any areas that you look at, whether it's the way that the community responds to things or the way that the media's out there, that you think, ah, this is great, but the, this isn't speaking to me particularly. Is there an absolute that you think is maybe stopping more people your age getting involved in film photography? Hmm. I don't. I don't think there are many barriers. It's just kind of a lot of people are stuck to digital because that's what we've been brought up around. Yeah. But if they actually got to grips with a film camera, maybe they would realise that shooting film is a lot, a lot more of an engaging and fun experience than shooting digital. Yeah. That's really great that you're finding that experience for yourself. Uh, I know that you've visited the Intrepid stand today. Yes. 
Uh, were you tempted by those? Uh, yeah, they look really nice, but about the price range at the moment. Yeah, they are, mind you, for what they are, they're pretty great. But six yeah. by seven is pretty close. So, yeah. um, well, it's been great meeting you today, Dad. And uh, I hope we'll see you again in the next year's show. Yes. Until then, thanks very much. Right, Bye. thank you very much. Recording. It's been a mental day, yeah. So, end of the day. <laughs> um, and yes, just first times we get to actually talk, the three of us. Yes, I feel like I've not really even seen you, let alone to. Oh, like, you've been talk busy painting bits of paper with chemicals That's and stuff. True, and I it have. looks awesome. Some Thank of those you. big ones you had on the stand are just amazing. Do you like those? Yeah. Oh, thanks, Aid. Yeah, I don't suppose you've actually seen any of my um, work from those kinds of projects before. So I brought those as an example. Yeah, um, not in real life, but, no. no. It's exactly. awesome. The physical thing, the actual physical print, something nice. Now, all that. you need is uh, a, a paddling pool, right? And yes. a dark tunnel to go into. This is and then you can, you can do a six foot wide cyanotype. Do you know what? Some people do. And uh, it's something that I would actually quite like to do. I think that would be fun. Um, yeah. They can um, do it with the um, material and then lay on top of it and things like that. Like, they've done cyanotype okay. yoga, but I think. Yeah. In so, the past. so you've been the busiest today, totally. It's, Graham, uh, what have you been up to? Oh, well, we've been. So, so <laughs> listeners know this is this over the end of the day. It's about what six o'clock. Half past, yeah, twenty oh, to yeah. seven. Twenty to seven, and we've been here for about a good ten hours now. Yeah, we and we are in a bar adjacent to the photography show, and this Ooh. is literally the first time we've had a chance to sit down. Um, and it's been great, hasn't it? I mean, how many people were here this morning, Abe, when we met up in, at the atrium? Oh well, well, for our meetup, uh, well, there was thirty-six on the list, and pretty much everybody yeah, I, came. I, I think, think yeah, there were only one or two that couldn't I think make there were about it. Forty people, I really? Think somewhere around there, there were many, many people. There were actually a couple of extras because um, they came to chat to me on the stall, and I was like, ah, there's a meetup happening down there, so I sent a couple oh, right. of extras your way. So we met Alex today yeah. for the first time, and Excellent. him, his dad, I think. That reminds me, that press guy come around to talk to you like I no. said oh I thought I saw him at your stand at one oh, point oh I don't know oh maybe it, nobody, nobody said oh okay oh well never mind that's a shame never yeah. mind. I thought because I walked past at one point I thought he was there maybe never mind ever whatever so yeah I'm a bit wired at this point <laughs> so <laughs> we've had one too many double espressos <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been seeing today oh just so much stuff so so first of all let, let's right so friends right so you know Rach and Hamish and and um, Sam and all the others so so I should probably give the, the company name shouldn't I so <laughs> Pixelator and Solarcam and Little Vintage Photography and Intrepid and Double I didn't see Double I didn't Double Film no they, oh I didn't see them oh, but, we've, we're, but we've well, met, no. we've got Andy from Kodak and we've got Matt and Michelle from Ilford Duncan from Silverpants. Of course, yeah, Duncan. From, yeah, so yeah, who joined our work? Duncan, great. Talk about personal service from a lab, right? <laughs> I sent a film to Duncan a few days ago, and I got the scans back in my email, and he brought me my slides and handed them to me in person. That's so good. <laughs> I mean, you can't grumble at that kind of service. No, and it's my first ever roll of Vector Chrome, and I sat there and with a little light because I bought yes. a light today because I like lights. <laughs> I bought a light, so I had I had and talk about more personal service. Andy Church from Alaris held my light while I looked at, 
in his hand <laughs> and used it as a light box so I could look at my slides. That's amazing. This is the power of community. Well, yes, there you go. Double person service here. Yeah. And you from checking your ectochrome is performing the service. I mean, this is something he'll be doing for everybody. If you bought a roll of ectochrome and you ask Andy to come and... I think you should get your personal Kodak representative round and check that your slides are coming out. Okay, I don't think they do it for negative film now. I think it's no. only for slides. No, no. How were the slides? Yeah. How did they come out? Well, I mean, it, it, my eyesight isn't what it should be, um, but they look really, really colourful. And I did some of them. Were, um, some of them were just shots from a family day out, just to see if it worked in app, right? And and others were proper test shots, like round the garden and 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 sort of shooting into the sun, and you know, because things that things that in theory slide film may not be as good at as some other types of film. Um, and but I've only seen I've only seen the the film itself at the moment. What do you call, yeah, just the slides. The um, yeah. yeah, the positives, thank you, yes. Um, you can tell I'm not a slide sheet kind of, I don't even I know the word. Yeah, I was, oh, what's the word for negatives? Oh yeah, positives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen the negs of my slides, strange experience. And uh, But yeah, it looks awesome. I'm looking forward to getting the scans back when I get home, you know, to see them on a bigger screen, mm. see how they've come out. So yeah, um, awesome for that. And um, if not, I shall complain to my personal Kodak representative. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And he will no doubt tell me it was user error. Yeah, exactly. Well, then you can exactly. complain to, you know, just find that. Okay, well, now we complain to Duncan, and there you know. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've also done a whole bunch of digital stuff today for the Future of Photography podcast, but we won't need to talk about that in any detail. But there's some awesome technology stuff I've seen today. Crazy, crazy stuff. People doing 3D modelling from camera images and, you know, all, all sorts of things. So that's just been a lot of fun as well, but... Uh, yeah, it's really good to see so many org- uh, so many analog things going yeah. on this this year. There's so yeah. so little, so much growth compared to last year. Uh, it's really good. Yeah, uh, what have you been up to? Mm. Ah, just trying to trying to harangue everybody and keep things together. It's um, it's been it's been amazing how many people we've seen here today. Uh, I, and I've kind of you lose track and because um, some people have come and come and you know like some people like Dale. Dale made these awesome keyrings. He gave me this huge bag of keyrings that he'd made out of film cans but we only saw him because we had lunch um so we're gonna have lunch at one o'clock we'll meet up so that andy from Kodak can come and chat to people um and i saw we were all there and i saw dale there and he gave me this thing it's fantastic and i didn't see him again mr roshio although he has given all of us this envelope which he said we're not to open until we've left in case we're disappointed so i'm really (laughs) looking forward to seeing that Um, but as you said it's just been fantastic catching up with and meeting everybody and uh Oh, that's beers coming in. Visitor visitor joining in. Paul Mackay, Van Log, Wonderland, what do you want? Um, I'd like to offer... Free publicity, uh, what do you got? (laughs) (laughs) I've just got a few offers I want to talk about now. Would you like a drink? Yes. yes, I'm all right, thanks, mate. I've just finished one. Just orange juice and lemonade. That would be splendid. Um, Double whiskey. No, it's okay. Um, No, I'm all right. I've still got half a beer. Thank you. So the, oh, this is the kind sorry. of service okay, we expect from Afterflow. It, it is. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so today I played with the Pixelator, yeah. uh, yes. which was cool as well. Is yeah, he like, here? Is he yeah. managed to meet us? He, he's around. He was here a minute ago, he, so he I probably past. shouldn't turn around and look over my shoulder while we're recording sorry. audio. I should probably talk to the microphone, shouldn't I? Yeah. Amateur, amateur mistake. Uh, yeah, so, so how was that? Uh, yeah, it was um, tangible, mm. right? Yeah, it was. This, it's, it's awesome, and it's got all these different. Um, it's not, not settings. That's right, but it's been designed like a really, really clever jigsaw puzzle in a way because you can move all of the bits of it around. So you can do you, when you're doing uh, medium format film, you can have six by yeah six four five six 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 seven six nine six twelve. It goes all the way up to six by twelve, 
Um, Hopefully uh, on do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. When you get um, that And then 35 <laughs> mil, you can back. do, you can have sort of three legs exposed at once. And it's all got these, these. it's all how you set up the puzzle parts yeah. of it um, on, on the base. Uh, so you can do it for all different stuff. And it will go up to four by five, of course. So, um, yeah, it's... It's yeah. It's that's that's going to be uh, that's going to be an awesome product when mm. that comes to market. And yeah. um, if and when that Hamish had loads of loads <laughs> of interest will. for Hamish. Loads yeah. of people talking to him about it. Um, so that was good. Yeah, just just generally loads of stuff. And yeah, I'm in camera bag heaven. So we're all ready now to do the show about camera bags. Oh God, <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> right, I think that argument has been going on since way before I joined the podcast. I know, and I still haven't had my <laughs> camera bag. And you still not show. had I it. I still haven't had my camera I know. Camera I feel so bad for Aid. Uh, Maybe we should just let him do his own little don't show. Don't feel bad. I got a new light. Yeah, oh, did you? Got, yeah, so yeah, tell yeah. us about the light. Oh, it's just a, it's a little LED light, mm -hmm. and it is the size and shape of a smartphone. It literally, right? This yep. is your phone here is is that size and shape. Okay. Um, and it's super bright, and yep. it, you can change the color on it from tungsten all the way through to daylight. Great. Uh, and uh, it will super also slim. act. Yeah, it's yeah, super slim. Yeah, you could stick it in your coat pocket or your trouser pocket. Um, and it also, even you can charge your phone from it because it's got a battery in it to oh. run the light, but it's also got power out, so you can use it as a power bank to charge your phone. That's pretty clever. Obviously, you'll get less lighting. That is pretty so clever. You'll get, you'll get less, less time course. lighting out of that, yeah. but just yeah. awesome. And yeah, 80 quid He's from Photix. This is a happy face. Obviously, you guys, you won't be able to uh, see this, but we have a very happy age. Well, I did buy a camera as well, yeah, but that was a digital camera, so we won't talk about that. <laughs> you bought a new camera as well? Yeah, yeah, sort of just a last minute. Yeah, all right, why shouldn't I? It was, it was, they, they had special show prices. Hang on. How many what espressos have you had? <laughs> what did you buy? I bought a Fuji XF10. Which is a small pocketable camera, so literally trouser pocket, uh, with a fixed 28mm equivalent lens, I think yeah. it's an 18.5 or something like that, because it's got an APS-C sensor. So it's, you fit your yeah, APS-C sensor, nice big sensor, stick it, stick it in your jeans pocket. Yeah, cool, yeah. It's a good job you went on a few weeks ago. We had a guy on who was all about slimming down his equipment. He would definitely have disagreed. Oh, that, that was you, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so... The, that is well, a very good point. Do you know what? I never claimed to be internally consistent or externally Actually, consistent. You, you did say that. Don't ever think of me as consistent. I will change my mind yeah, yeah, by yeah. next week. This so. is a good rapid turnaround, though, to yeah. be fair. Yeah, yeah, yes. So, uh, Get rid of all my cameras, go to the photography show, buy some new ones. Well, you know. Thank you very much. It is, it is what it is. You have to love me for Thank who you. I am. Oh, we just <laughs> do. So, as I said, we're, we're currently here, and there's quite a lot of analog folks here with us, so we're going to try and drag. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to step away because I, I actually need to start travelling home, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I will step away, and my seat at this table uh, we'll, we'll will be fill filled it by. With many and varied who, who, would, who would you like to victimise first? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, Duncan's closest. Let's go with that. Yes, that's true. He is on the, on okay. the edge. Okay, all right. I shall go and give him the black spot then. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's been so nice to actually see you again, though, Abe. Because the last time was Christmas, wasn't Cheers. it? Our uh, meetup. So uh, this is chance for us to do it again, which has been great. It's yeah. a shame that we didn't actually get a chance to talk as much as I we were know, with sorry, them today. Sorry. Not your fault. It's been very, very busy, but yeah. awesome. Listen, I have been so. running around for ten hours yeah. now, and I'm knackered. So I'm going to go and sit you in go. my car and relax. Fall asleep on the M40. <laughs> Watch out for me on the news in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, hopefully not. But, hopefully you know. not. All right, cool. Right, you, you go and send over. All right, all right, right, hugs. Hugs. Uh. Yay! Oh no, no, no! You'll knock over the drink. <laughs> no, oh, no. So many explosives have been drunk. Take care. See you later. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.
there you go. Number one done. Uh, one done. It's exciting times. Um, like there is a, quite an incredible crowd of people I here. I know, so good. I mean, you know, we've got Robin from Robin <coughs> London Camera Projects. I know, do you know, he was my uh, emulsive secret Santa. There you go. Two years oh, ago. And here we have Duncan. Duncan from Silver It's like tag team. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be like one in, one out. Duncan, how has your day been at the photography show? It's been really enjoyable. Yeah? Yay. It's been really nice to see all the people, all the names that I'm familiar with from Twitter and on the podcast and seeing what they look like in person. <laughs> see what they look like And what in their person. actual personalities are. <laughs> Depressingly, exactly what you think they're going to be. More or less. So, what have you seen today that has been, what's been the most exciting thing for you today? Um, I was really, well, like I say, mo most of the day we spent wandering around. It's quite digital focused. I really enjoyed uh, Rachel's cyanotypes. Ah, I'm so glad you said that. I was about to jump in and say, Duncan, I can tell you exactly which was the most exciting experience was today. <laughs> but that generally was, you know, oh, it's it interesting to hear, hear all the, of the history and the, the you know, the first uh, cyanotype processes and is it the Fox Talbot and... That's right, and Fox Talbot that? and children and then obviously Anna, Anna um, yes. Atkins um, was was inspired by, by that. And, by and that's surprising. Work. Yeah. What did you say it was 150 years to the day? 160. Or 160, yeah. It's actually Anna Atkins's. 220th birthday today. Wow. On she the, looks great on I it. know, right? <laughs> the opening day of the photography show, I think that's pretty serendipitous. Yes. Is that the right word? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And we haven't mentioned the fact that um, Rose Toynbee joined you. Hang on. <laughs> there's rugby going on oh, in the background. Right. Oh, I mean, not literally right. rugby. There's rugby on the <laughs> yeah. TV in the background. This is, um, so, sorry, say that again. But yeah, Rose Toynbee joined you to do a talk. Yeah, Rose Toynbee. Uh, Toynbee, sorry. It's okay, no problem. Um, but she joined you to do the talk, so that was great, because to learn a bit of the history whilst you were doing the actual process was um, very cool. So. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. It, um, it's the first time, I mean, this was like way out of my comfort zone. Um, I've never d delivered anything as part of a trade show before, yeah. so it was lovely to see, for example, Duncan, your lovely smiley face right at the front. <laughs> Honestly, though, you know, it's like playing a gig. I've done lots of gigs where I've played. I know exactly um, what you mean. You obviously yes, have a very yes. musical background as well as, as Graham. Yeah. And, and it's that feeling of, okay, if you can focus on just a couple of people. Once all the equipment's set yeah. up and you know it's working. Yeah. Exactly. See a friendly face. See a friendly face, but then it's it like, was right, such a lovely group to, to have that yeah. uh, have that there. So yeah, thank you very much. And did you manage to get to the day without spending any money? <laughs> no. I, I, do, do you know what my my absolute bargain bargain of the show was? Was uh, I, I took myself right back to 1972 and I bought myself. 49 millimeter Starburst filter no. for 50p oh. From, oh my goodness. from the disabled photography <laughs> I think they're going to come back. I really feel like Starburst filters <laughs> so, need to come back. So from now on, for at least two months, all of my pictures are going to be into the highlights with Starbursts and, and probably, you know, very blown out highlights and, oh, and, and, and I'll get the, the hair, dry, hair dryer out on my hair you know <laughs> yeah. I'll have to grow it back to um, yes. to my uh, MySpace photo say, era that's why I didn't recognise you uh, initially I was like who is this person I'll say hello because you seem familiar but it was because of the hair yeah. There we go. That's okay. why. That was 15 years ago. <laughs> that was. It has worn us all down. It has worn yes, us all down. Well, it's been an absolute delight okay. catching up today, Duncan. Um, listeners, obviously, should be sending all their films to you. I got my film back from you very recently. Thank it was you. very good, including my 110 film. Yes. Uh, the service. I cannot recommend it highly enough. <laughs> um, it doesn't make my pictures any better than they were, but that is mostly <laughs> on me. Um, 
But yeah, silverpanlabs.co.uk. Uh, silverpan.co.uk. Silverpan. This is why I'm not a But it's been an absolute delight getting to be up today. Cheers, Graham. And um, I hope we get to do so again. Yeah. Doug, can you tag somebody else in to come I'm and with the hot seat. send Absolutely. somebody yeah. else over? We're going to rattle through. Put someone who's really unexpected. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So we're with the wait and see now. We're waiting with Beta Beth. Who's going to come? Who's going to come? Oh, oh, here we go. So contest. Where are you going, sir? I was going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to head off and I'm going to head off in a few minutes. Okay, well, before you head off, for the listeners' benefit, what's your name and where do you come from? I'm Dunstan. I come from uh, between Rugby and Coventry. And uh, yes, my first time at the photography show. And... Uh, I realised afterwards I've missed Lomography, but I think I covered pretty much everything. I went to Ilford, I spoke to Ilford, Intrepid, um, obviously I was on the, um, yes. Uh, little Vintage Photography, do our right. That's right, yeah, uh, that's, 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 that's right, yeah the, the, the lovely cyanotypes. Uh, definitely going to have a go at cyanotypes uh, now on. Um, and uh, I didn't buy a camera. Have you not what? spent any money today, Dunstan? Oh no, I bought I bought uh, <laughs> a, a developing tank, a set of clips, a bag, <laughs> uh, a box of paper, but I didn't buy a camera. Uh, that's something, I suppose. That's fantastic. And actually, what has been? Sorry, it, right. I was going to say. Actually, it's really nice because all, uh, a lot of those are darkroom printing. That's right. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. So that's actually quite nice because often it tends to be the big ticket items like the cameras or the lights or yep. what have you. So it's nice to hear that actually you're investing in darkroom and printing but, yeah that's right so 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 the thing yeah. which had been bugging me had been that when i develop a roll of 120 i've then got to wait for stuff to be dry enough to reload the next film to go on so now i can you know load a film on develop the next one while the first one's drying out and then i can uh, alternate between them so yeah. uh yeah so patterson had a patterson did pa- patterson cut me a decent deal and for the first time i'm going to actually hang up my films with a um film clip rather than just a bulldog clip blue tap to the door frame. Yeah, that sounds about the way that I tend to go about things. Uh, out of all the stuff that you've seen today, I mean, you saw everybody pretty much apart from the Mogby, what's been the highlight? What What was the thing that you went, oh, that's, that's pretty cool, it's all good. I mean, between, you know, Rachel's stuff and sound types yeah. and the solar can and Intrepid and, you know, I think, I think, yeah, I think probably as much as anything, it's been spending time with kindred spirits yes. and uh, you know I, I belong to uh, a dark room Leicester Lo-Fi based in Leicester and I've uh, you know and I also use the dark room at um, print manufacturing in Coventry um, but you know those and, and those are kind of local communities but all of a sudden you're part of a larger group of people and you're talking to people from all over the country who are you know shooting various things and you know cutting various things and it's yeah good fun good fun excellent stuff well it's been an absolute delight getting to meet and catch up today and uh, we're hoping that we can maybe do this again yeah you know, I guess it's going to be next year but it'd be nice to do something we need to get enough people involved so we can do this before next year absolutely yeah um, I yeah. can't believe how fast that year has gone but equally it's um, when we think back actually to last year and the amount of people and the group of people there this is you know at least a third again isn't it in terms oh, of crumbs, group size way more. probably <laughs> half again I'd say and it's just lovely to see so many many different aspects I think as well of film photography being yeah, and, uh, you know, and, 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 and the chance to you know, talk first hand with you talk, know yeah. Andy from Kodak and the yeah. guys from Ilford and I uh, forget his name the guy who runs Analog Wonderland yeah Paul yeah and uh my friend there who does Duncan. the processing in Bristol, Duncan, Duncan yeah. who does the stuff in Bristol. So yeah, all of a sudden, you know, all these kind of, you know, 
figures that you know of uh, come to life and you're thinking, actually, Paul, yeah, we'll have a go on some Kodak Vision and send it down to Duncan to... Uh, you know, take the remjet off it and uh, yeah. uh, just 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 try. You know, keep it keep experimenting with things. It's it's a fantastic opportunity to get to speak to people who you in other industries and in other hobbies you can't get to talk to the people who make the things you want to interact with. That's a really rare thing. But as you said, here you are chatting to Andy yeah. from Ilf, um, from Kodak and Matt and Michelle from Ilford yeah. and you know the people who are making the things. And yeah, it's great. It's been really yeah. good fun. Yeah, well, that's been fantastic. Lovely stuff. Tell me what you're asking. Okay, Hello. so <laughs> Michelle's on the way. Yes. Oh, good. We're We're tag tag Thank I goodness. No, to be honest, he's <laughs> not interested. He needs adult supervision. <laughs> I've heard that about him. Yeah. So this is pretty great because uh, the last couple of years we've been at this show, there's been no Ilford here. This year, are you recording this now? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a weird conversation to start off like that. If I. <laughs> this year. And he's not drinking either. Yeah. So. Here you got... go, Matt. Oh no. Sure. Not... Back Is it? on the show. Yeah. No, and he bought you the cheapest one. In there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so to... sorry. Do you want to start that again? No, yeah. no. It's fine. That was really so professional it all sound in. until we all started talking. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> It's been a long day, listeners. Yeah. So anyway, as you probably gathered, Matt and Michelle from Ilford are here. <laughs> what an absolute delight. So you guys are here this year. You're on the Focal Image stand? Focal Point. Focal Point stand. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, and it's great. Back in the show. So how many years is it you were last at Photography Show? Before my time. Four years? Yeah, I think Four, since it I was focused um, yeah. on imaging. So I don't think since it's been the photography show no, we've, we've had not done it since. So however long it's been the photography show, is it four or five, five years, years now? So yeah. yeah. So yeah, our, la our last show was the last focus on imaging one. So wow, it's crazy. Yeah. So how's it been today? First day of the show. Busy. I mean, yeah. it's absolutely <laughs> flown by as well. Which is. I don't know where it's gone. Great. It's yeah. been. It was it was ten o'clock this morning. Then it was three o'clock this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like wow. But I was saying to Matt before, so many people coming up with film cameras and a real range of cameras as well and people that shot for years and people that have just bought the film first camera off another stand and yeah. have no idea what to do with it and it's been really good yeah. really good mix yeah that's fantastic I mean are, are you finding because obviously Il Ilford is a known name to a lot of people who at this point will have moved to digital and you know may not have thought about it. Are, are you finding people are wondering past oh oh you're you were here oh, again. we've had a few where they come past and say oh you know, this is a blast from the past, or I remember you guys, and I did that back in college. I've and got one like in the loft. <laughs> I have a film yeah. camera in the loft. Get it out. <laughs> you know, they're asking about developing because they used to do it, and you know, they're thinking about getting started again and buying all the kit and things like that. So it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's nice to obviously speak to them guys as well. So we're seeing a full mix from people that are well and truly into it, and then the, the people that are kind of wanting to do it again and then obviously there's the newbies as well which is really nice can i ask what kind of products have you been finding have sold so far like oh, the best wow. today well, one, hp5 120 HP it's gone, gone. Yeah. completely yeah. wow so whoever comes tomorrow will not be buying it from that stuff yeah. so they'll have to have something else yeah. direct positive in 4x5 that's gone yeah um hp5 you know, uh, one through five. Oh, is SFX? Yeah, so a real mix. And we've yeah. seen people that have bought with the sheet film, that's gone quite well. Paper, 
So there's been a real range, and we've had a few people ask, there's always people that ask for whatever's not there. <laughs> so we've asked, had people asking for fibre, and but I think that it's been, people have come over, like Matt said, and tried it. We've got some um, reels, some spools, and some uh, old film and things, so people can have a go at putting the film in the processing spiral in daylight and just see what it's all about. That's a really good idea. So. I think, again, it's like having that tactile element of something where you can either see it or do it is so important, isn't it? To, well, we've been to... selling the uh, Simplicity Chemicals, the yeah. these single mm. sort of sachets that we developed, and the idea behind them loading the spiral is that they can just see how easy it is, you know, and they can pick up a tank from the Patterson stand or from the focal point stand, and then... You know, with the simplicity chems, it's just easy for them to go away and actually do it. So, can you? Because I, I, I saw these come out last year. But can you just talk a bit about the, what the simplicity chems are? Because I kind of, you know, it's because it's not aimed at us. No, I mean it's aimed really at people who don't process enough film to justify buying a full bottle of chems. So, you know, they are really just designed. You pour the full contents into a measuring cylinder and then you just top it up with water to 600 mil at the required temperature, stir it and it's done. And so it's that simple way to just prep all your chemicals. So the idea is that anyone that's daunted by um, having to buy a big bottle that they may never use, anyone that's daunted by having to work out the calculation, how much they need to do in dilutions and everything else, it just strips away that complexity to make it really simple and easy for them. So. I mean, the feedback from the market's been absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's been really positive. Um, and it's just, it's just another way that we're just trying to introduce something that really helps people get started. So as you say, it's not for people that do it a lot. It's, uh, you know, most people either come from mixing powder chems or even, you know, diluting um, liquid chems. This is really for people that are just getting started just to help them out. So. Or don't shoot a lot. Shoot yeah. a couple yeah. of rolls now and again because each sachet you can do two rolls. So. Yeah. But I mean, people have been really intrigued by it, and people. Oh, everyone says yeah. it's such a great idea, and it's you know, and it's so kind of simple in its concept. But and the more people can get into processing their own films, and then taking the, that first step, they're taking that step, and yeah. they're more likely to stay with it if they can simply process their own films at home or wherever. You know, if there's a local community dark, dark room or somewhere they can go, then taking that first step, and hopefully that they'll find they enjoy that process carry on shooting more film and maybe go into printing or... Another good thing that we're seeing is people are coming along and because we've got pretty much every film we've got from the Kentmere to SFX to XP2 and there's a, so it's almost like a shopping list for them. They're coming along and saying, well, I normally shoot FP4, HP5, but actually I'm going to try one of them, one of them, one of them. Yeah. And it's just, it's quite nice that Goodie people bag. are... Yeah. Be like, oh, yes. yeah. They're, they're picking up stuff that they wouldn't normally use and giving it a go, because we get so many questions, what's the difference between HP5 and Delta 400 and things like that. And it's like, well, you know, and which one's right for you? Well, we can explain the differences. We can explain you know, the differences between you know the grain structure and this, that, and the other. But until you try it, you don't really know which one is the one that you'll like the best. So people are picking them up, having a go, and you know only they can then decide which they like the best. So it's quite yeah, nice that they get the opportunity yeah. to do People's that. People's enthusiasm today has been brilliant. It's yeah. flown by, yeah. absolutely flown by. It's, it's just nice meeting and speaking to customers, basically. You know. And, actually hearing from people what they like and what they enjoy shooting and put two faces as well to name so many people that we talk yeah. to on social yeah. and, and you know we've been tweeting and we said to people oh, come and say hello and they'll come over and stand there and you're like 
hi. <laughs> oh, I'm so and so, and I speak to you all. You're like, oh, it's really nice because we talk to all these people. But until you meet them, I think it changes the way you talk to them once you meet somebody. So, yeah, good day. Hopefully the same tomorrow. Yeah. 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 No, that's are you, awesome. Are you here for four days? Two. Two. Okay. Michelle and I are here yeah. today and tomorrow, and then we've got other colleagues um, supporting the stand on Monday and Tuesday. So. Oh, all right, hang on a second. I'm going to call somebody before he wants yeah. up. And he's not Get getting away with it. So, at risk of a we massive fight break. Yeah, oh, Andy yeah, Church and Kodak is trying to escape. Kodak are coming out he's trying table. to push us yeah. out the way. Yeah. 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 This, is the, this is the merger we've all been looking for. <laughs> you <weren't leaving laughs> Go and sit down. Yeah, you're not getting away that easily. Get that chair in. Right, is this where we can... So you're yeah. already live, are you? Yeah, we're live. Don't let him kid you. So, Andy, you mean Ilford? We're at the photography show. <laughs> Where's Kodak? Come on. Yeah, who thought that would ever happen? So, uh, uh, it's, yeah, we've, I've had a good day. It's been nice to, to come and meet you all. So, yeah. yeah, it's been yeah, a very quick day, and that's a good, always a measure of a good one. Came and went in a flash. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Michelle was like, where did it go? But yeah. the interest today has been it's been really good, hasn't it? It's the intensity. So you know, yeah, with everybody, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's it's spectacular. I mean, whenever I've wandered past, I mean, obviously we came with our own group of analog enthusiasts. But whenever I think it was more of a horde than a group. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a, a mob. Rabble, yeah. maybe. It's <laughs> more of a. But whenever you wander past any of the relevant stands, so whether it's Intrepid or Solar Can, yeah. you guys, there's always people there. Like there's people there taking an interest. Mm. Um, it, it's really heartening to see that there is a, a real. Draw back towards the analog side of things. Of course, yeah, there is a real buzz about it. Mm. Yeah. So, so I mean, doing a photo walk in a exhibition was a unique idea, but it was, it, but it did work. It did, yeah. <laughs> so, I've never seen a photo walk quite in that style before, but, but and inside as well. But assuming the weather and every, all the other factors, it was the ideal thing to do. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's been quite to an adventure, I think. So yeah, yeah, but um, but no, I mean, and how has it been for you? Because we threw for lines a bit. You came and had lunch with us, and we just went, "Hey, everybody, it's Andy Cho from Kodak. Knock yourselves out." <laughs> yeah, the entertainment arrives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of the lines. It's good. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I try and be open. I welcome lots of questions, and I hope I answer them in the right way. So, Was it everything you hoped for? Absolutely, and more really. So, no, yeah, there's genuine interest, and that's what I really like. That people are, you know, genuine interest in shooting film, and and I think all of us want to yeah. give them the right, encourage them to do that, and say and and grow the momentum that I think we're all seeing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, isn't it? Like. It needs to be. It, it needs to go for everybody. It's not. Um, Matt and Michelle were just saying about how they've been pretty busy. Today. It's been good interest. Do you think there's a chance we might see Kodak coming back in some way, shape, or form in, you know, in the coming years? Is there coming back to back to the photography show. There's there's a, a pull in that direction certainly. Yeah. So I, I think never say never. Um, certainly, I've been asked a number of times. So. Um, Maybe we'll do something together, who knows? Um, <laughs> but maybe really an analog alleyway or whatever yeah. we're supposed yeah. to call it. I've heard that word so, uh, yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. So you never know. You never, um, know. You never I mean, know. I know you need to get off, Andy. I know we called you. Um, obviously, last time you were on, uh, you, you let us know about um, Ectochrome coming in yes. 120 yes, or 4x5 sheet film. Um, yeah. So, what other trades? Yeah, I mean, what else do you want to let slip this time that's going to get you in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, quite the opposite. I think, as I mentioned earlier, the brakes are on ectochrome a little bit at the moment. So, 
my overly optimistic all success timeline isn't playing out so yeah. I think there's going to be a slight delay in that coming to market and I think the, the priority is get that to market and see where we go from there so, yeah yeah, yeah so <laughs> slightly <laughs> closed answer what, not had enough beer yet clearly. what's <laughs> been the main part of the delay is it the chemistry is it the working it through um, in terms of in terms of exocrine I'm bringing it back yeah so it, it's just getting the production right into okay. the right level. Mm-hmm. So when you, the difference between 135 format, 120 and yeah. cheap films, I mentioned before, they're bigger. Yeah. But we put them on a di- <laughs> we put them on a different base, and that requires yeah. a little bit of reformulation and a couple of other things got to be sorted out. So um, and that's going to take some time and attention. And um, and it's so it'll be right when it comes out. Yeah, and we it? don't want to bring it out before it's 100 percent correct. So and in each, you'll know each evolution of when you develop a film you have to you, you create it coat it sen- sensitize it test it and then go around the loop again and that all takes time yeah so yeah. And, and obviously things like uh, obviously if we're looking at 120 the backing paper for it mm. you know all these things that um, I know when we went to visit Ilford and we were walking around the factory and we were talking about the challenges <laughs> yeah, like the cha- challenges of like the foam for the canisters you know all of these really sort of what you think of as small things have such an enormous impact on mm. actually being able to yeah. fully bring something back to market you're absolutely right I think the rule of thumb with film is you don't change things unless you really have to yeah. because <laughs> you might not know it at the time but you could be introducing a problem a year later or something like that so you, you tread very very carefully and things are developed over over many many years yeah and and you get to the point that's correct and right and it's very easy to fall off that tightrope so you you do um, develop very slowly <laughs> so many parts yeah. to the supply yeah. chain really and there's so many different components in it that you know as you say yeah. you only change what you have to change yes yeah and, and especially when you're the medium you're creating people are out there going out there and using it to create their art and their work and it it needs to be reliable yeah a hundred percent yeah i mean especially elford and kodak you know oh and booty as well i suppose but um but you know you are not in the oh this is some fun film market you're in a no this is a professional film and so people need to rely on that film to do the same thing every time under the same conditions yeah. it's people's livelihoods yeah. And, yeah. Um, and if you go to a special event it's a one time or thing you capture those memories and, and you've probably got a contract of work to fulfil and if if that film doesn't come out the way it should then you really are in trouble exactly so, if I go yeah. and shoot a wedding and I yeah, take yeah. obviously both your um, company's film of I course. know that it means that I will get those images mm. back you know mm. unless I I personally mess up the, you know, it's at least I can feel confident that I know that the medium itself is going to be is going to be good. So I think it is really important to have that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, the three of you. It's fantastic. It, what, what an absolute treat it is to be sat at a table know, right? with the yeah. three of you. Yeah. What a wonderful yeah, harmonious moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's a treat for them. So yeah. maybe it should happen more often. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there are definitely more occasions sat around bar tables need yeah. to happen. Or we just need a drink at the same time. Yeah. 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 We're the, the treat. Oh, we're, we're the treat. Oh, right, yeah. You're the treat, Rach. I'm never the treat. Graham's had a bowl of biscuits today. I'm the treat when you've been short. Apart from that, <laughs> well, thank you very much, guys. Uh, we will let you two get back to your drinks, and Andy will let you get home because I know you got busy late tomorrow. Yeah, thank you. So, and uh, well, hopefully, we'll catch up with you again soon. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank Send another victim. Yes, please do. We shall see you. 
We're going for another two for here because you know what a lovely what a lovely couple we've got. Not 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 many follicles between them, but no. um, for the listening audience, who have we got here with us? Fraser Yule and, and Ken Hindle May. And you have come down from uh, so Fraser, you where have you come from, Fraser? I don't know. I was in Dublin and Belfast earlier. There you go. <laughs> and, and Ken, you're uh, Sheffield. Sheffield, yeah. Because yeah, we've seen both of you work quite a lot, and obviously we hear from you far more than anybody deserves <laughs> to. How has your day been today? You here bright and early, part of the massive horde, the mob. Um, how's it been? It's been good fun, you know, putting putting faces to names and uh, just talking crap about photography, <laughs> speculating what we might do. Yeah, there's been a lot of bollocks talks, hasn't there? <laughs> it certainly has. Were you surprised by how many people there were here today? A little bit. There were more than I was expecting, really. I think I, I expected kind of like, I don't know, 15, 20, seemed like it was more like, I don't know, 30? Yeah, 30, yeah. 40 no, 30, 40 apparently, yeah. 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 Which yeah. is, too big at groups. least, we were talking about it, weren't yeah, we? 12 at least last twice. Year. Yeah, oh, way last more year. Than <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was, there was a moment of uh, kind of, I wouldn't say exactly fear, but when we had that great big group, it was like, <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do? I'm, I'm turned, I was going to shout loudly. So, um, well, came yeah. to see me. It was great, yeah. which is great. Yeah, it was fantastic. I'm very so, sad that I missed that, actually. Like, the actual analogue meet-up part of it, I definitely had, I planned to be able to go and see that. Uh, so, yeah, see the mob descend, and that didn't quite happen, so I'm very sad to have missed that. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. Well, at least you get to chat to everybody now yes, in the exactly. lovely convivial surroundings. So, what's been your highlights of the day today, Jones? I actually think meeting everyone. Well, yeah, that's, that's it. me goes mostly, goes right, Fraser. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's putting faces to names and meeting people. Yeah, it's, it's all about. Yeah, talking about what we. The, the future yeah. direction of film photography, what we might do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pr- printed circuit boards. I was going to say. Yeah, three D like printed circuit boards. You have some ideas. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. But it's true. It's I mean, because like so many. I, I think. We've been following, oh, I've been seeing what your work on Instagram, Ken, since like we started the account. It's really early on. Yeah, I think I, I picked you up at like episode four or something. Yeah, wow. it, it was really, really early. And um, and yeah, and it's, it's such a strange thing to be able to have this kind of relationship with somebody where you know their work and, you, you know, you, and you've got involved with some of the Cheap Shots Challenge, haven't you? And, yeah. And, um, and uh, but you you know, you've never met them, and so you have this idea in your head of like, oh yeah, he's probably a weathered old guy, and you know, and you know, you're, you're a weathered good age guy, is. Exactly. <laughs> um, he really knows how to compliment our guests. Uh, I, I ran out of charm 20 minutes before I got here. <laughs> to be fair to me, on the on the journey here this morning, I got in the car. Uh, Alex Purcell stayed over at my house last night. He drove up here this morning, and so because he was driving, he got to pick the music. And we started with Serge Gainsborough and Ooh. went downhill from there. Okay. Imagine that, if you can. Um, so what a start to the day. It's quite a slope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, it's hard to go uphill from Serge, to be fair. It, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so other than the delight, the sheer delight, because I mean, it has been great being so many people here today. Um, it, 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 and so many wonderful characters as well. Um, what about the stuff that you've seen? Anything stood out for you? Have you spent any money? Let's go. A bit. I bought a couple of solar cans and I've got no idea what I'm going to do with them because my I, point I them at the house. sun. Well, that's it. Yeah, my house doesn't point the, to the sun anymore. No. Um, and I don't have a garden or anything, so I'm going to have to find somewhere I can secure. I can keep them for six months. Um, 
but maybe my parents' house. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so the solar can stand's great, isn't it? It's not very big, but it's fantastic. It Sam's done a fantastic job Big oil drums, with you know. Mm. Yeah. I ended up, ended up buying an extra solar can to get a free £5 washi film. Which is not good economics, but you know, <laughs> support film, so. support analog. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to go to waste, is it? No, you know, I'll, at I'll some find point to do with it. Be... My idea was I wanted to kind of use it for a portrait, okay, and sit sit in a chair in front of one and just basically blast myself with the flash gun, yeah, for about an hour and see what came out. But apparently that would work. Oh, so, <laughs> solar can. Yeah. Oh no, because um, if you it's look, it'd an incredible amount of light. Well, if you look up, Justin Quinnell did his awfulograms, oh. which was exactly that. It was the beer can pinhole, and then oh. boom, flash. And I mean, you get quite a look. You have to be real close to it. <laughs> oh really? Um, and you get these. It's, it's great. Look it up. It's well, okay. Yeah, yeah it's well worth looking up. What about you? What have you been spending your pennies on? Film. Film, lots, that's lots a good thing to advice. What film have you bought? Bearing in mind that both Ilford and Kodak are right behind you, Jack. They literally stood behind you, aren't they? I got yeah. lots of Ilford today. Lots of Ilford lots of, and lots, lots of Kodak too. Lots of Kodak too. <laughs> I actually got a brick or so of HB5. Oh, nice. Some 35 mil. See, so, you, you're responsible for them selling out, is what you're saying. Well, they only had 18 left, 18 120 films left when I got it's there. It's all gone. Uh, the whole thing which is good, good, good right? sign isn't that brilliant well kind of yes and no brilliant I mean it's brilliant that they sold out but also not brilliant that they sold out so now sure. nobody can buy any um, but uh, you know still it's a good thing I think thing. it's an indication though isn't it that there's they're, they're bad at planning yep. to, you know, <laughs> yeah. there is still you know interest well, yeah. yeah and for a good price I'm Scottish after all <laughs> <laughs> but, but I am happy that I didn't actually buy a camera that's or a good. Lens. Especially since last time we heard from you, you were talking about selling some of your cameras. I, I have been. I, I was kind of hoping you were just going to bring some of them down to give to us because <laughs> some of those I was like, oh, God. I know, right? Uh, but you have actually sold some of them. So what's gone so far? What's gone? Uh, an OM2, mm -hmm. uh, an XD7 has gone, and there's one ending in an OM20 ending in about an hour's time. Oh my goodness. Oh, there you go. Snap it up da, da, da. when you hear this far too late. Yeah. <laughs> Someone in Thailand's bid on it, believe it or not. Oh, really? really? You can't get an OM20 in Thailand. Well, there you go. I mean, we've got listeners. In, well, we've got listener, at least one <laughs> listener in uh, Thailand, so maybe that's who it is. Maybe it's Matt out in Thailand. I actually feel really bad because getting your email uh, about it, I was like, those those awful long car journeys that you that you are always doing, mm. and then I didn't ever mean to make you feel bad. No, it was no, so, no, it, it, so it was sad. a good thing because it was. Uh, I bought cameras, and it was a case of, do I, am I getting on with this camera? Mm -hmm. Is there something else? And it's no harm in trying them and selling them so someone else mm. uses them. The worst thing is, as it transpires, is hoarding them and not using them. It's not good for the camera. Mm. Yes. Mm. So We got to go out, didn't we, on a photo walk, actually. You drove down to Liverpool, mm -hmm. came out on the Mersey meetup that right. Stig organised recently. Um, it was fun. It was. It was great fun. And, and in terms of cameras that you used that day, mm -hmm. which ones were you on? On that day, I used a Nikon F3. Mm -hmm. I used a Fuji GA thing, 645, yeah. uh, which was great. I used mm. that in the skate park. It was really nice. Uh, but mostly, I used uh, a Bronica. Yeah. There you go. So, Ken, most of the stuff I see you sharing, you're mostly using like point and shoots. You know, you're at the other yes. end of the scale. Mm. Do you have a hoarding problem with that, or are you just I, dim? I you? do. Um, <laughs> I recently, I recently moved house, and I got a display cabinet, and I, I worked out I, I've got 38 cameras in that and a handful of others that didn't make the cut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I probably do need to, to part with some of those. But 
it's hard, isn't it? You it, just don't it wanna... It's group therapy that's required. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. AIDS least... not here, yeah. so we're it's okay. Yeah. Right, Cameras anonymous. But at least you didn't buy <laughs> any today. Anonymous. Well, no, I've made it. I mean, then they yeah. don't count. Really. Yeah, is it technically a camera? I, I made a, a New Year's well, resolution, yes, but, but I realised I'd gotten to March and hadn't bought any cameras in 2019. That's very good. That is my retrospective New Year's resolution. Yeah, I think that definitely counts. And it's counts. still intact after today. That, so. that definitely counts. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, thank you so much. We will let you get back to your beers, uh, which is very important. Could you send somebody else over in this way? Yeah. Just see who looks we'll like they're having too good of a time and drag them away from it. <laughs> Paul, send Paul and his mum over. Oh, yes. Is that Paul's mum? Yeah. Oh, I haven't met her yet. Uh, as, and as he loves being introduced. So let's see if we can get those two over now. Come on. Come on. Come and talk to us. <laughs> okay, uh, as listeners Paul, may... Uh, Mary is not keen on coming over. Hear. But I've not yeah. met Mary yet. I know, Hi, Rachel's Mary. not met you yet. I've not said hello Okay, yet. we've made her feel guilty enough to come now. This is working very well. <laughs> here's Paul. Hi. Right, look, one land. And here's the person we really hello, wanted Mary. to talk to anyway, <laughs> Mary. So nice, nice to meet you. The brains behind the operation, Absolutely. for sure. How has your day been today? It's been very exciting. So you guys have actually been sharing the solar can stand, yes. sort of occupied a little corner of that. How's it been? Because I'm guessing this is the first time you've tried anything like this. I mean, you, I'm sure you've been to trade shows before, but to actually be here selling something at a trade show, what's it been like? So, you're right, so we're um, shamelessly freeloading. Um, <laughs> But in fairness, so are Ilford and Kodak, so we feel less bad about it. <laughs> we feel like we're in the right, you know, big names to be joining with. No, so, um, uh, I mean, Sam from SolarCan had very kindly phoned us a couple of months ago and said, you know, would you like to come and help, which is, which is fair, and then also we, we have a little corner to sell. So it's a, it's a bit different because obviously we don't want to uh, tread on the toes or take too much space, but yes, we've been able to bring in a few films and... Um, and again, knowing that Ilford would be represented within the focal point stand, knowing that Fuji would be there in some capacity or another, um, we thought we'd try and represent the smaller guys who wouldn't necessarily be able to be here at all. Guys. Yeah. yeah. So representing independents yes. yes. so that they've Small got yeah. a, a space to actually yeah. be sold. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And also for people to see them and talk about them. And that's mm. what's been quite nice. So while we've made a couple of sales, it's not been uh, you know, a huge volume, but that's okay because we the main purpose of coming here was just uh, yeah, yeah, be here as Analog Wonderland and let people see and talk to us, but also um, to talk about film washing, to talk about Double, to talk about Revlog, Tony, all these people who um, you know, are the small uh, manufacturers that people struggle to get hold of, um, which has been really nice. We've had several people who have come and been amazed at, well, amazed that film exists, okay. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> one? Fine, yeah. okay, yes, good. Yes, yeah, but let's the move that. people that um, the independent ones are new mm. so it's not just the Ilford and that, that, that they're thinking it's worth doing yeah uh, that the, the resurgence of analog um, that there's means, more options means there's options yeah, yeah. yeah. more creative and options yeah, yeah. as well isn't yeah. it? so I mean, what because you, you did have it's like a little sweetie bowl full of all these different films including um, you know candy which was great what 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 has been capturing people's attention what is it is it as simple as sometimes as well, that's some bright, colourful packaging. What is that? That applied to double. Yeah. Um, and then one lady quite liked the um, alien, the Kono alien. Mm. So you get the little thing stamped across it. So, um, and the street candy. 
obviously that, that the design of that yeah. as well. But but then they talk about the films. They, mm. they want to talk about the films. Yeah. Um, and the new FPP that yeah. caught everybody's attention. The so film photography project from America. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We only got those this week. Yeah, that's fantastic. So this I think that's probably sold the most. Yeah. Retrocom. Oh, really? Fantastic. Yeah. That's yeah. wonderful that you. I'm sure you've probably announced this on social media, but I don't pay much attention to anything. <laughs> um, but the fact that you are now stocking. I don't, how much of the range of the FPP films have you got? Six films. So, so six films. So we've got. Well, you know the. Retrochrome, the Sphema 125, the Double X. Yeah. Another Sphema. Yeah. And then the two little um, 620s, the colour and the black and white one. That's fantastic. Which we got, we didn't get that many, but the, they we've sold yeah. a few of those. We'd, I mean, we yeah. didn't bring those with us actually. We just brought a, a couple of films, but uh, yeah, it's great because it's bringing all of those six twenty cameras back into use. It's giving that option again, isn't it? Well, that, and that's what we. That. we I mean, you'll remember from when we first came that that was part of the the, the, the goal of Analog One was to make sure no camera left behind. You know, we had that joke and had one two seven film that came in and there's been other things and then um, 620 I mean Washi has had some 620 but it's always been uh, Washi which is experimental and not everyone because FPT has uh, brought some and there's a sample box as well that's re-schooled Kodak onto 620 format and yeah we've had emails and messages and people I mean there was somebody with the was it their father's brownie box oh yes yeah asking um, where he could get the films but uh, was it a brownie flash what did four? it take brownie flash 4 620 620 oh, fantastic and, and you were like and, and I said to him well we've just had a delivery from America and he was so excited that's amazing and so sweet yeah, it, was was his dad's, really, his dad's, it was his dad's camera that he'd found recently but he said it's in absolutely I mean he wanted to test it but it was in such perfect condition he was yeah. so pleased also it's a tin box with a spring I mean there's not a lot to go wrong with <laughs> but this. we have had this where people have said you know been like oh great I've got a 620 camera I want to buy lots of film and you know even as a film shop you're just like don't buy lots of film until yes. you've at least tried it, please. Make sure <laughs> exactly. it works. Exactly, yeah. it, it is a simple box, but yeah. I don't want you to get, you know, three films in before you realise the shutter's stuck. It's for everyone. But yeah. that's been awesome. It's great that you've got the FPP films because that's they are a film I've wanted to try for ages, but the, the cost of getting things sent over from America is it's things. Um, I, I keep nagging you, I want Michael Rasso's heat stick. Now there's a sentence. I beg your pardon? <laughs> Do you know what they're talking about, no, Mary? No, absolutely not. I have no idea either. Maybe that's a private joke. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate? I have no idea what you're talking about, Graham. What are you talking about? So, I, what's the proper name that he's... They, they, uh, they, it's the... Yeah. It's, it's like the Cinestill... Um, it, yes. It, it, so, Cinestill last year brought out their temperature control system... Um, heating thing, which is built around, you know, it, it's not a sous vide, but it uses the same ideas as a sous vide. Um, and what the FPP did is they went and found a sous vide that was suitable for doing the job, um, that was, you know, a bit cheaper. And it doesn't have all the functionality of the TCS 1000 Terminator that the city still, but it is a bit cheaper. But hardware not yet coming over. No, exactly. Well, There's some electrical again, things. It's another option, isn't it? Then that's good that that exists. No, 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 totally. And then the other thing that we brought across, we didn't make a big fuss about it in the launch one to focus on the films, the retrochrome, the Sphema, um, is the powder developing C41 mm. kits. So we, we do have the first powder kits. And um, you brought some with you because I've been nagging you for colour developing kits? No? Nope. You Great. can order them from the Absolutely. website, yep, absolutely. 
One job. Whose fault was this? Was this Mine. you? Entirely okay. my fault. Entirely my fault. No. Mum was like, nope, exactly, don't yeah. include me in this, thank exactly. you. So we'll, we'll, it is starting to do that kind of thing. But um, I mean, the FPP are amazing. They have so much options. We talked to them quite a lot about what's the right thing. And the principles were stuff that we couldn't get in Europe. Yeah. Which is the Sphema. Well, I mean, the Sphema stuff's ironic because it's USSR. It is stock so this was Sfema were the I think the biggest manufacturer under the USSR regime and then when the wall came down competition came up they were under pressure digital killed them um, and FPP have found some of the old stock um, and then uh, the the retrochrome is obviously then also something that we can't get uh, here 400 speed slide film and then the second point was 620 film because it would unlock hopefully a lot of people's cameras that weren't yeah. So we're excited about that. Double film brought up the new film. Yeah, yeah the new film stereo, the new one from Revlog. So that's going well as well. And it's been nice today is that people sort of come either brought in by the films that they've seen or the packaging or excited about films being there, or because they've seen the social media around double film launch or the other things that yeah. Have you, um, uh, well, I don't suppose you have yet got the 120 Cosmo photo, have you? Because that's on pre-order? Are no, so Stephen's um, yeah. selling it through his website. Uh, yeah, the second batch. Yeah, so I think the first batch Stephen's got on yes. Cosmo photo yeah. from, I think, May, although I'm sure yeah. ask him in a sec. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll get it, I think, so, a month or two later. So how many films are you up to now? Do you know? Do you have a number? More than 200. More than 200. I'd say with FPP, probably 220. Ooh, wow. It's going, isn't yeah. it? And so it's cool. not even your year anniversary yet. I know. Yeah. Um, I have to ask you a question, Mary. What is it like working with your son? Because we, on the rare occasions we have to deal with him, it's enough trouble. What is it actually like being you know, in business with him doing this? Is it, is it's he, exciting. Yeah. It's been quite a journey, but it is exciting. Yeah. Had you been involved in any of this kind of thing before? Is is film photography something you'd had an interest in? Not really. Um, I've I've always taken photographs. I did have uh, analogue cameras, um, but not not recently. Yeah. Certainly not recently. So, no, I've had um, a learning curve. It's been quite steep. So this is all Paul's fault? Indeed. (laughs) So, so somebody who was not involved in the hobby, were you... Were you surprised when he suggested it as a business idea and have you been surprised by how successful it's been? Yes to both. Yeah. I was surprised. Um, it made sense because we needed somewhere um, to, to store the stock and somebody to send out the orders, um, which Paul wasn't <laughs> able to do. Of, uh, Mom, can I leave some stuff at your house, uh-huh. I mean, I would like to point out at this stage... Uh, that uh, Mary has had a career in retail <laughs> and is fantastic at both the logistics and the customer service. So um, it's not quite uh, as black and white, maybe. But, it does you know, sound a lot uh, like you just wanted to dump some stuff at your folks' home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the equivalent of cleaning out you know, I, your student room. Can I leave my stuff there? Can you also just post it to all my friends for me too? That would be super helpful. <laughs> and it was, and it, it won't take much of your time. <laughs> Bear in mind, I was quite busy before, um, so yeah, and then it has escalated. So it's basically now a full-time job. Can I I ask? um, What this is your first photography show? See, as Analog uh, Wonderland. Have you individually been here previously? I have not. No, not this one. What's it been like coming to a trade show? Because it's quite a unique experience, I'd imagine, as a 
supplier. Well, we did we did photo Kina in September. I mean, that was very much a um, we turned up as attendees to meet people, um, and that was really nice as well. Cause mm-hmm. I think that was the first time we saw that. Even though I think analog photography. We, we sort of fall into this trap of thinking, you know, we all know each other digitally. We have Twitter, and there's a brilliant community, but it's mostly digital. And then you go to Photokina, and the amount of uh, interactions that people had, the number of people who were there meeting, networking, hanging out over a few days, uh, was really quite um, was really quite telling about how how much it's moved on, maybe from the last couple of years. So I think coming to the photography show, we were expecting to be able to meet and see a lot of photographers, I mean, even. Even saying that, the number of people who turned out for the photo walk, the number of people who have come to the store, the number of people who have been involved has been amazing. Um, and I sincerely hope this isn't our last photography show. I sincerely hope that we can continue to... <laughs> <laughs> right, so for, for our listeners... very different look on Mary's face. It was an interesting look on Mary's face. Grilled as well. <laughs> I think we can do it bigger and better. Because yeah. it was, we were going to come and just, you know, be near the... Approach. There's some so challenges like, as yes, part of that, yes, isn't there? Yeah, yes, yes, definitely. But um, I think we could do it properly. Yeah. Mm. And, and there's a community as well, I think. Yes. There's, it's, it's, it's nice, it's, well, it's quite nice to sort of have these bubbles where Rachel's here and then we're here and then Lomo are there and you sort of walk through and that sort of nice to have a tour but it'd be much better to have an area and that's the that's the hope for next year that's the thought Um, so you guys you're here again tomorrow aren't you but not on the Monday and Tuesday so you're only having to deal with a couple of days of it this year sounds reasonable (laughs) a toe in the water so to speak see how things go yeah well good luck for tomorrow yeah thank you sell all the film you bought with you thank you so much and Mary, I'm so pleased you came to join us and say hello. Yeah, exactly. Because I was like, and, there's another woman oh, here. And if there's any, <laughs> if there's any embarrassing Andy. stories you want to share about your son before you go, I mean, this is the perfect All photos, actually. Photos will oh, be more oh, relevant. Yeah. Oh, photos. Oh, why did I say that? I don't photos. know. Why did you <laughs> That's a terrible idea. Hey, that's, that's what Twitter and Instagram are for, Mary. Just put it out there. We'll make sure the world sees them. <laughs> Uh, guys, well, can you send somebody else over? I don't know. Absolutely. Just find, find somebody. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you guys. Thank you. See you soon. <laughs> we mean. Um, we be mean. I mean, possibly. <laughs> but to be fair, this is so much fun. It's for our entertainment. It is. Oh, I really enjoy this. Who we this got is me? Oh, it looks Yay! like. Oh, look at this. We got the Steve. It's a Steve and a Steve <coughs> and a Matt. We're, we're off. Oh, okay. Matt. Bye, okay, Matt. So you, Matt, love to you. I will see you tomorrow. Yes, and. Uh, I will possibly see you tomorrow. I will sleep, and then I will. F- finally sleep and then find out whether I can deal with tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, I'm two pints in so anyway. hey, this should be great Mr Dowling it is a delight to have you here Stephen Dowling Cosmo Photo welcome to our table of delights uh, I haven't got any, I'll, I'll clink with you yeah, yeah. there you go let's make it sound there's way more people here um, how's your day been my day has been interesting I had a very good chat to Andy Church about all things film related um, what else did I do? Uh, I wandered and and was always surprised when I came back to a place that I'd been to before. <laughs> uh, so you've just been on a loop today. It's a, it's a bit like a sort of 1930s sort of uh, like 
Saturday matinee where the, the explorers get lost in the jungle. This and, place is yeah. a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. This, no, no matter how many times you go to any individual stall, the chances of you finding it back there again are always 50-50 at best. It's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So it's my first time here. Really? Um, I've never been before. Um, which is a bit crazy, really, considering how long I've been into photography. And what you do? And what I do. Uh, I am um, head honcho and chief bottle washer <laughs> of uh, Cosmophoto.com Inc. Cosmophoto.com <laughs> 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 Inc. That's how that website goes. Yeah. And Sons. How many beers was it? Sorry. Um, two today. <laughs> no, two, two and a bit because I went uh-huh. to the wrong pub. And then people said, oh, actually, we're at. Uh, a pub that we're at, which I won't mention. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because <laughs> that pub. Um, yeah, so um, when you come here today, so the first time you've been here, you don't have a, your own individual stand here this year. No. So did you have an idea in mind, okay, this is what I want to try and get done today. Have you been trying to do some businessy stuff here today or is it? Not really, not today. Um, one thing I would like to do today, um, which hopefully gets this weekend, is to get a possibly a UK distributor for Cosmo Photo, um, just for the film, because um, what I'm finding is that certain chains don't really want to deal with a one-off person like myself. Right. They they want to deal with a distributor that they use already. So yeah. Um, that's on my wish list. Yeah. Um, more just to see what it's like because you know there's all these noises about what might happen in 2020 within yeah. a, an analog zone here yeah. which is something that I would definitely want to be involved in yeah yeah it, I, I would, it, it, there's a lot of enthusiasm for it obviously from our side from the community but um, I do think you know I've seen more analog cameras just in the hands of people walking around than it than we did last year um, and everyone we've spoken to so far who's on the stand saying, oh, yeah, there's been a lot of interest. And just the fact that so many people turned up to our group, um, uh, I think it, it's, it's very encouraging. It's very encouraging. And um, how have you found it with the photo walk today? Because it, it, it's been a quite incredible opportunity to get a lot of the people who are involved in various aspects of things all in one space, as you said, Andy from Kodak and the guys from Milford. And, so... Uh, 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 I'm part of a, uh, a very secret cabal of analog movers and shakers on Facebook. <laughs> very secret, um, yeah. That, oh, shit. I've just, uh, Have you given it all away? I've just given it all away. <laughs> um, which includes the lovely Rachel and, um, and Steve Lloyd, who runs co- Chroma Cameras. Okay, and, less secret by the minute. <laughs> and Hamish Gill. Just give them everybody our full address. And, and, uh, and, uh, and Sam from Solica. Um, but no, that, that's sort of like a private group where yeah. we've all, over the last 18 months, just kind of helped each other out. Yeah. I've never met any of them until today, so this has been my first chance yeah. to actually has that been like. Hugely disappointing so it's not just me. No, no, oh, I've never met so Steve or Hamish. Or the only one out of that group I've met before is Adam. And that's only because of like the, my Lomo Polaroid yeah. connections. Of course, so. Of course, yeah. um, yeah, that's been another like reason that's like, oh, Rachel will be there, Steve will be there, Sam and Hamish will be there. Well, of course I've got to go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been nice in that sense to just sort of like actually sit and have a beer with people that I've been chatting to for 18 months, um, which I think is, you know, what I see this, and I do, do believe it is a community, you know, 
there will be something else this year I go to where I'll meet people from probably from the States. Yeah. You know, if the FPP come over or, you know, various people that I just sparked up, like, conversations with um, who run blogs. I'm sure that, that stuff will happen somewhere else over the course of the year, and that's a nice side to these things is you're actually, like, meeting these people as human beings yeah. and not a keyboard warrior at the other end of an internet connection. Yeah, it goes a long way. It, does go, it, it can really humanise people when you're, oh, that's, especially... Especially, oh, well, I hope we get Jeremy on later. He's definitely a lot better in person. <laughs> and he can be on the end of the convenience sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's been fantastic. Um, and how, so this is the first time you've been here. Yeah. And like, so there's a lot of talk about next year, hopefully, trying to make an analog zone. Has seeing how busy it can be and all that, has that made you think, oh, oh God, I'm not sure I want to go <laughs> down this road? Or hey, you, I, I was a music it? journalist for 20 years, like covering music festivals, so like Glastonbury on a hot summer's day beats yeah. this. Hands yeah, down. that's so, true, that's um, true. That is, uh, you know, just uh, wear decent footwear, <laughs> hydrate. Um, you know, try not to drink anything until uh, till five pm. Don't eat the brown acid. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, with you talking about obviously your music um, history, um, tell us a little bit about you had an interesting meeting, didn't you, with a very famous person? Uh, uh, yes. So uh, last year, I um, I did an interview with Brian May of Queen. Um, about a couple of books he's done uh, as part of his publishing company. Um, stereoscopic books using 3D imagery. One of Queen, which he had um, taken all these 3D pictures on an old Pentax uh, ES2 or a stereo realist, all this stuff. Um, that and also he had uh, got access to all of NASA's archive um, all the astronauts on the Apollo program were taught how to make 3D images. The sort of click, move the camera along while staying still and click. So there are actually stereo images, 3D images of the moon's surface taken by astronauts there. So um, I spent a very nice afternoon with Brian May um, at essentially his house uh, outside London. Um, and I'd met him like very not long before, like six months before, at the launch of the Queen book. And it was sent out with a picture of him taking a selfie with the same kind of Pentax camera that I use. So I find myself stood next to Brian May. And, you know, I'm not, I don't get starstruck because I used to interview musicians, but I actually had a reason to just, you know, turn around and say, oh, Brian, I saw you using the ES2 and that image instant camera geekery between the two of us. And we were talking about Pentax ES2s for about 10 minutes. And then, uh, and then obviously I gave him a role in my film as well. Um, then six months later, we were doing this uh, interview and at the end of it, he was like, I've met you before, haven't I? And I, I think at that Lomography thing, I said, yeah, yeah. And I bought one of my Pentax ES2s, not only because he shot with them, but because I'd shot one of the cosmonauts mentioned in his book on that camera, and I thought that was a nice little... Yeah. It ends up, he runs upstairs and gets his 3D splitter 
for his old Pentax, which is upstairs in this um, bit of his property. We go down, we're in his garden, shooting 3D portraits of each other on my camera. That's fantastic. So uh, I can I can attest that Brian May is definitely a friend of film, and perhaps you, you should get him on the podcast. And an absolute geek for oh, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, no, no, that is fantastic. He's a fellow traveller. That is what we want to hear. Never mind these uh, superhero shooting <laughs> films. This is what we want for what Brian May shoot them. That is fantastic. Uh, is this the is this your one day at the show, or are you back again? Tomorrow? No, I'm back tomorrow. Um, I I haven't met a potential distributor as of yet, so um, I'll be back tomorrow, and then wins my way uh, back to southeast London to wife and cat at some point uh, tomorrow afternoon. I think. Having having been here for as you say the first time, uh, what are your thoughts on the trade show experience, and do you think? you would look at having some kind of stall yourself at some point? Definitely. Well, so when did I launch? I announced the first film June uh, 2017, I think. So it's got to almost two years later before I was able to Be bring... May, won't it? Yeah, when the one, mm-hmm. 120 comes out. So... Uh, I think there will be another film before the end of this year and possibly another film um, before March next year. So uh, it would make sense to like have that film, you know, possibly four films. So this time next year? Yeah. So, um, yeah, of course, yeah, I'd like to be involved. And, you know, I'm hearing comments from various people that there's... There's a real um, effort to try and build an analogue-only event uh, like Photokina in Europe. Mm. Now that seems to be happening. It hasn't been announced yet, but I know that there are various sort of players who are like looking to do this. Now that might be next year. I would imagine it's probably a bit of a tall order to get that um, done before the end of 2019. Yeah. But the idea of like an analogue-only. Yeah. Like that would be amazing. Trade event is yeah. really exciting. Yeah. But um, the fact that, you know, through, I think, Hamish's sort of blood, sweat and tears, like speaking to the people here and saying, you know, you should make a, a bit of a, a, a an analogue alley, yeah. so to speak, um, just show, you know, the fact that they seem to be quite supportive of that just shows that, you know, there is there's more understanding from the industry that film's not going away. Um, There is a certain subset of the wider photographic community that wants to shoot it. There are more and more people sort of throwing their hat into the ring as a producer, supplier. Um, Why not, you know... Why not... um, you know, why not support that? Why not support that? And um, you know, help it, help, help it develop. Perhaps. Yes. Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. We have just called very quickly John Whitmore uh, at the Dark Shed. Yes. Yeah. Who's just trying to leave without being forced to sit down? Uh, John, how's the show been for you? Uh, yeah. Good. Thank you very much. Um, tired, as I'm sure you all are. More tired than I am, but yeah, looking forward to getting back. It's been a great day, though. It's been good. Have you bought anything today? 
Uh, okay, so uh, Steve at Chroma Camera is um, in the middle of taking some lovely candid portraits. I have bought some direct positive paper, 4x5. Nice. It was very cheap. I That's did the what? same last year. Yeah. I did the same. I do still have the unopened pack at home. I haven't got around to using it yet. <laughs> but you know, you can't say no when you're here. It's, no, it's, good it's value, just too it's good a deal. Yeah. It's just too good a deal. Um, out of the stuff that you've seen today, what's grabbed you the most? Oh dear. Uh, probably the cyanotype workshop. Oh, oh good answer. <laughs> <laughs> well trained. <laughs> Simply because I'm about to start doing some myself, and it was great to see the whole process. Like you can see YouTube videos and yeah. read about it and stuff, but nothing beats actually seeing somebody doing it. So, yeah. thank you very much, Rachel. You're very, very yeah, welcome. It's fantastic. It well, we'll let you go, John, because I know you're. In, yeah. <laughs> we collared you just as you were trying to make a break, but we have great to meet you all. Yeah, lovely to meet you too. Have a safe journey home. Thank, thank you. you so much for you my too. time. <laughs> Oh, pleasure. Speak soon. Take care. Yeah. Goodbye. And, and Steve, we should probably let you get back because your glass is empty now. My glass is empty. So that yes. doesn't seem any good at all. So can you actually, seeing as Steve harangued us whilst we were trying to, can you send it? Send that man over? No, your don't turn. send him for a drink. You get. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, <laughs> is it a Steve and Steve tag? Yeah, come exactly. On, Steve and Steve. Hey, don't come in. Will you come over here without your? Go fetch that camera of yours. I want to see that camera. Oh, I've just got it. Sorry. Uh, he, he's, that uh, was so scouse. That was so, yeah. Uh, I was like, I'm back home. <laughs> There's a real smorgasbord of uh, accents was, here today. Uh, well, yeah, I used to live in Wigan, so oh, I, I, I oh. want to make fun of that accent. Yeah. You, do not, you definitely <laughs> don't have the Wigan. Uh, don't yeah. put it on the table, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so here we go. Steve Lloyd. Sorry, yeah. I was having a side conversation there. You, you carry rambling on. on. Carry rambling on, on. No, yeah. Poor Steve's here. Steve Lloyd of Chroma Camera is here with. This now, is how long can you? This is concrete. This is concrete. This Chroma Stein. This is mine. This is Steve's own camera. Sam had a different name for it, but we won't share that one. So this <laughs> is the first time I've got to see a Chroma Camera. This is a That's thing not of. True. It's mine. Beauty? Yeah, it's a beauty. Yes. It was nothing it's like It's misunderstood. This. Oh, that's true, actually. Um, that's an important point because Graham did see a chroma before, but it was, it was the, the very original beta. Oh, that was nothing like a chroma. Exactly. No, this, this is exactly what he's just said. Yeah. This is very different. This is lovely. And the bed's different on that to yours now as well. It's got a, a lead screw on it. Focus at the back. Ah. Yeah. See, the last time I saw you, Steve, was in a random hall in Port Sunlight. Yes. Wasn't it? Yes, it when I you delivered, delivered yours. hand delivered, I mean, seriously, this can't get much yeah. better, can it? In terms hand of delivery supplier. service. Yeah, exactly. It's quite impressive. Weren't you wearing um, your Cosmophoto t-shirt? I was wearing a Cosmo. It's like, it's like a branding That's day. Right. synergy going on here. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, you hand delivered my mint version. You need a name. Version. Is, is yeah. it mint? Is, or is that branded? Is no, that that's, like, that's yeah. uh, already <laughs> a brand, I think. Call it the, the, the mint chroma. <laughs> Um, no, oh, Minty Tube? I don't know. Everything needs a name. Um, it's like I'm a, definitely, it does, it does. I've had this conversation uh, today it's actually. Oh, huh? This is lovely. That is a really beautiful camera. I don't Thank know you. what I was expecting, um, but not this. It's, a, it's got a hole in the front. It's got yes, a hole in the front. Yes, that is useful for lenses. Yeah. Is it's a, a massive pinhole on the front. That, that is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The exposure yeah, is real fast. Taking out one nine thousandth of a second. You've got to be really quick with the shutter release. That is yeah. really nice. And so that is the one you just made for yourself. So you've been mm -hmm. making these things and sending them out since yes. what, last August? Yeah, the first ones went out in about June. June. Went out in June. And here we are in March and you finally made one for yourself. I finally have my own. Well, I've got about seven in, in the workshop in different versions and 
uncomplete and So one pilfered. camera for every day for yourself, Pretty much, literally. Yeah. Yeah. I so can swap and change. Are these lugs to put like braces on it so you can hang it off yourself to take pictures? It look cool. It yeah. would look cool. Well, or <laughs> it could be for the dark cloth which I've got, which uses Velcro straps which attached to that. So I like, where do you get your I dark like my idea better. Oh, I made it. Where do you think Excellent the dark cloths come from? Work. I'm oh, not surprised. The magic all. elves known as my mum who's, uh, who makes does embroidery. <laughs> so, so I have to ask you, right? So you did the Kickstarter <laughs> last year. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing at this point those have all gone out now. No, I've got about fifty left to build. Fifty. So how many did you? How many were you um, down for in here? How many did 150. you? One hundred and fifty. That's a lot. She like a good idea at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Like all the best ideas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you had enough of making Chroma cameras yet? No. <laughs> no. Never but enough of making Chroma cameras. No. So, yeah. So the important thing is, once you've made the 150 Chroma cameras, mm-hmm. is are you going to make more? Is that going to be a thing you still want to do after yeah. Or is it, no, 150 is enough of no, this? No, I want to make more. There's, yeah. I've never kind of finished. There's always mm-hmm. something to change and a new design. and I can This just, sounds familiar, doesn't it, Stephen? I'm just looking at Stephen here because, other Stephen, <laughs> because, um, yeah, as you mentioned, we're in our little group. Uh, that we chat about and the amount of times that Steve um, said oh look guys I'm just, I've just yeah. done another little adjustment and I've just yeah. done this and do you want to see I'm these drawings you really are yeah. and then Sam usually screams something yes. like yeah. get, get it out yeah. get Sam it out me, just get it out Sam reminds me I'm a terrible capitalist and then I need to just get it out so <laughs> it's Sam's fault because I was going to limit it to about 40 cameras the Kickstarter originally yeah. and Sam Mr Cornwell Solar kind of advised me no don't limit it because then People might lose interest and they'll have forgotten about it. So yeah, make solid, solid advice there, Sam. And now I've got 150 chromes. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Sam. Yeah. With his 5,900 solar cans as he's built. Yeah, yeah. he's 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 churning those things out. So um, you went today because one of the companies that are here, one of the few, mm-hmm. is intrepid. You went to <laughs> yeah. see them today. So what was that? <laughs> How did it Me go? and Max had a fight. We punched each other. <laughs> I won, actually. I mean, that um, no, was really good. I've chatted to Max quite a bit online. He's yeah. given me some good advice, to be fair. And we've chatted about Kickstarter campaigns and never doing them again and things like that. Yeah. And um, so I wanted to. I've never put it alongside an intrepid. They're on their mark four. Mark now. four, yeah. Is it really four? Yeah, now? they've got okay. a new one now with an aluminium base. That's what it's going to be. Right? It's be really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, To be fair, it's a lovely. <laughs> to be camera. fair, it is. <laughs> it is good, even though beat me in a fight. It's a very nice camera. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, um, you won the fight. You well, get to be. You know, um, what's the word? Magnanimous. Exactly. Thank <laughs> I don't you. want to make a big thing of it, but he cried. You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> so it was nice to put it next to each other and seeing. The different designs, the different yeah. style cameras and stuff, which they're, they're like four's awesome, what, I would say. What are the main differences, would you say? You Technically, saw? the biggest difference is mine's got rear rise and fall, and mine folds, the front standard mm-hmm. folds down, you don't need to disconnect the front standard mm-hmm. to kind of fold it into the back. Yeah. Um, so it's better. Yeah, so in many it's ways, yours better, is better. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> and mine comes in it's multiple colours. It's different, colors. it's just different. <laughs> mine comes in nine colours, but you know, um, or did. Um, Was so. Ethan here today as well? No, <laughs> his comes even more colours. Well, yeah, I was like... He wins. That's, that's <laughs> a three-way fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I've, been, I've been advised to make one in every colour possible, which is another option. What, what surprised me, though, is it's just quite... Uh, it's got quite a good... Sort of it's quite, it's it's quite heavy, magnets, isn't it? Isn't it? It's, it's all the magnets. It's all yeah. the magnets. <laughs> that's what adds all the weight. when I chucked this in the bag and was, like, scaling the side of this yeah. building... She stuck to the ladder. Manchester, <laughs> in, in Manchester, in Birmingham. I was literally like, oh, my God! I'm yeah, not going to be able to move. It's 1.6 kilos, so it's heavier than the Intrepid. Mm-hmm. So about a Zen at E then. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> With a roll of Cosmo in E. <laughs> it's, um, but yeah, so the main difference is really the rear rise and fall. That's 
what mine does that that doesn't and also the front stand of folding down on itself so yeah. from a point of view of folding it up and down it's like quicker I guess yeah um, the biggest difference for me as well was the colours it made more unique people could have yeah. nine colours sort of thing so or there's a few specials like Kanye yeah. for okay. salmon any yeah. colour you so, wanted so, so you went for grey yeah, I went well, for grey yeah. easy it's, it's classy and understated yeah. Yeah. Right? it's like a normal day up north just generally grey <laughs> see we're there going oh it looks classy and understated and you're like it's grim up flipping southerners bloody oh, right, what? life of sun whatever yeah, sure. <laughs> got <laughs> wolves <laughs> <laughs> That's a t-shirt. <laughs> so, so, okay, 150 of these to make. So yes. you're obviously just kind of churning through mm-hmm. these. As somebody who, the reason you got into making this in the first place is you, <laughs> you just love making stuff and you love solving yeah. problems. Do you find it frustrating that you're having to spend so much time doing the one thing over and over when you might want to um, be doing It depends on the day. I Some days it stops you, does it, really? No, I do have a, you know, I've got a, a family and, a, and kids and a life and a, a day job, so... It's basically I'd work nine to five and I'd go in the workshop in the evening and building cameras and so sometimes it's hard. It is. There's no denying it's a challenge. Like, but I've got I've drafted my dad in, who's a model maker. He's always been where I go from, so he he's doing some of the pre-assembly for me and things and um, makes life a little bit easier. But and then I'm all I'm still tinkering with the design a little bit, making some to simplify the build. Yeah. It still does the same functionality, but slightly quicker to make. Because understandably, you know, a few people are. Where's my camera? You know, it's like, which is a fair point. You know, at least I'm getting some out, which is the way I keep trying to reassure myself that, you know, about 100 have gone out, at least at the start, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll do it again. I'm still gonna, I'll I'll still make it, and I'm still doing more, and I'm still making changes, and there's things, I'm always tinkering with it. And is the ultimate aim for you to be able to make Chroma your full-time job? Yes. Uh, My day job at the moment is kind of a view of getting out of that eventually yeah. to the view of this becomes my business so I've got all the cameras in the works and I'm working with Jason Lane Victoria Grafico with the dry plate holders at the moment so yeah. that's probably going to be the next campaign in the next month or two um, looking at injection moulded holders and things so you know, like mega book set up costs on that so that's got to have to be a campaign yeah. I think this is what's ha- the thing that's come up with Pixelator yeah. isn't it as soon yeah. as you get past that yeah. figure the magical figure or whatever yeah. it is it's, that suddenly there's a point where you've got to look yeah. at the mats I mean the, the holders is like two parts basically yeah. like two halves that are put together and then the folding door like a very traditional film holder that's probably going to be about 12 grand set up cost just for the moulds and then you've got to buy, make the product and then assemble it and stuff. So I'm working with a company in Norwich at the moment to do injection moulding. And it's just, it's eye-watering <laughs> compared to like, you know, laser cutting acrylic is yeah. much cheaper compared to that. I, um, you know, I but pay. you're looking at a different scale, yeah. aren't you, it's in different terms of volumes. what you can make. I mean, Jason's already speaking to companies in America who are, who are asking about retail outlets yeah. for them and stuff. So there's, there's definitely market there, you know. Um, I was quite surprised when I first met Jason about how many plates he's, he's shipped like ten thousand plates last year. Yeah, it's massive. So, uh, I don't know. So wet plate holders are they dry plates? Uh, so dry plates. So mm. these are completely different things to just your ordinary film. They're basically thicker. So yeah. a, a dry plate is basically two mil thick glass that's coated yeah. in emulsion. Yeah, it's the same principle as a film holder, but it's just that thicker. Yeah. So most people use old holders, so they could be like hundred year holders, like you. you Rachel let me some yeah. a while back when I was designing mine to get, and they're like what yeah. eighty-year-old holds or whatever. You know, they're from nineteen hundred, so right. they're actually hundred twenty years old. So it's a very old tech. So a lot of people still using those holders, which is great until they they eventually give in. <laughs> so there's no retail availability. I'm trying to make them affordable. There are companies mm-hmm. making 
small volume holders, um, mainly wet plate as well, which yeah. is seen, which I've also built. Um, that's another one. That's another <laughs> job. But um, Sam's got one, in fact. <laughs> but um, the they're not making them in volume, so they're like two hundred pound a holder. And you're thinking, well, it's not affordable for someone yeah. like me. You know, I do yeah. as a hobby. I, I'm not going to pay. Two hundred pound for a holder for something I might go and take the shop to month. So. Yeah. <laughs> is that on our budget list? Probably yeah. not. Got a holder? Probably not <coughs> quite. Yeah. Unless, unless we significantly, you know, raid the piggy bank of Kofi. Yeah. There's got to be loads in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we already spent it. <laughs> I think you're coffee. talking. I think you're talking into <laughs> it at the moment. Yeah, there this you go. is. Uh, That's a very impressive purchase for It's great, isn't it? So really? like, I, I've got digital recorder envy because I've got the Zoom One. Or oh, good grief! Get out of here! Oh, you sleep. <laughs> It, it was, it was fine shiny. enough for uh, on the field in Albania, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that did the job. Uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, so you got to do volume though. Injection yeah. molding, you've got to look at you know making a thousand of them, not making yeah. ten yeah. of them. So, yeah. But if we've got the interest, I mean, we've already got outlets looking at asking for like a thousand holders and stuff. And you're thinking, well, there's a market outside of Kickstarter. Yeah. So there's definitely a market there. It's just that upfront cost, which is. It's like with film, isn't it, Stephen? Yeah, it's like with with film for you. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the setup cost of actually just getting that initial bulk. So this is what different. I always find with people, the armchair generals, who always say, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, you know, easy. It's just a rebrand. It's, yeah. it's just, just a rebrand. A it's just putting a sticker on it." <laughs> Uh, I could do that. It's like, all right, Professor Science. Do it. Do it. And you know what? It will cost you this amount to get uh, the packaging because the minimum requirement for that packaging is $10,000 worth. And uh, and then you actually have to pay for the film. So it isn't just something that you can, like, you know, whack out on a weekend. It's like... (laughs) Yeah, this is I mean, not the bane of my life, but no. just like the... It's a challenge, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. When, when people people think that all repackaging a film, which I've always been up front, is, is what Cosmophoto Mono is, um, you know, there's a bit more to it. And, you know, it leads into why do it. A, because I want to do it, because I love film. But I've given 15,000 rolls worth of business to in the first year yeah which is like helps probably pay help pay towards an R&D budget yeah then to bring something else out yeah absolutely it, it's all feeding into yeah. the same pot and it's directly as yeah. well yeah. yeah exactly it's not like buying um, buying older comes obviously we've had this conversation quite a lot recently but that idea that when you buy perhaps a very expensive point and shoot that that money has gone into the industry at one point in the 90s but yeah. hasn't necessarily continued yeah. to yeah. assist it whereas these that we're talking about with your businesses and what you're bringing to the analog community kind of does very much directly and, and, and you know the, the thing that we I think we touched on so get behind it shoot film be nice <laughs> yes, I am drunk hashtag, <laughs> I think we, we touched on it uh, the other week with the discussion about um, uh, compact cameras with Anil yeah uh, like it's I'm sure one of the big five, if you count Minolta, who are now Sony, yeah, um, companies in Japan are just sitting there quietly. Very interesting. A line to cross another line. Yeah, yeah. It's and, and while, then you know, as I said, it's like if a if a Mew two was rebuilt and was mm. like two hundred and fifty quid, yeah. 
sell them. I'd buy one. Yeah, absolutely. I'd absolutely buy one because yeah. that what that then opens up is an ecosystem. What's well, that reinvestment, isn't it? It makes yeah. it worth their while. It's, you know, Other people yeah. will see that there there is suddenly a uh, an area where people are active and there's there's revenue to be made and yeah. you need something like that for there to be invested yeah yeah well gentlemen I hate to cut this conversation short but I am Sorry. busting for the loo I've got and a train Rachel's to eating a sandwich <laughs> you've got a train to catch so. I'm back I'm back um, yeah, right. no, I we, keep very quietly right. um, so we will say thank you very much guys it's been fantastic meeting up with both today Stephen I'll hopefully see you tomorrow Steve yes. Well, see you, but it's been an absolute it's pleasure. It's been a pleasure, Thanks for the walk. Uh, yeah. Very well organised. <laughs> yeah, very I loud mean, voice. It was very good. <laughs> very loud voice. I it's missed this. Did you film it for me? I got some photos we going around of people. And lots of photos of you doing your oh, sound. Did you? Did you send them to on me? On a digital camera, my lord. Shh. Yeah. She wants to see them now. Can't you film? Shameful. <laughs> Shameful. Um, right, we'll take a quick break and then we'll find some more people. Excellent. Okay, here that? we go. This is this is what a professional podcast That's a Zoom deals H4 with. Or something, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't Ace. understand this. This is a professional podcast. Um, I've had my wee. Uh, Rachel's <laughs> eating a sandwich. Uh, this is good, and we are now joined by Simon Forster of the Classic Lenses <laughs> podcast. And what's your new one called? The Large Format Photography Podcast. The LMFAO podcast, and <laughs> the terror of the internet himself, Mr. Jeremy North. I Jeremy, think, I think you'll find you find I'm the nicest person here. Jeremy, this is the thing, is. listeners. Any listener who has only ever interacted digitally with Jeremy may find this hard to... But he is an absolute delight <laughs> and a treasure. An absolute delight and a treasure. Uh, I'm, I've got to add that uh, this is the first time I've met Jeremy and he's got me drunk and I think he's f***ing ace. <laughs> oh, great. And so. now, already making anything work. Professional podcaster, Simon Forster. How has it's, your day it's been? It's Jeremy's gentlemen? fault, I'm swearing. And okay. Yeah, there you go. So listeners should know that... Um, this morning when we got the group together it was a very big group so we made the decision that we we're going to split the group into two halves um he's moving away he's moving the recorder away from, away from, from me yeah. i'm wondering if i'm going to channel you out we, we we split the group into two halves and go around in two different directions and i led one half and simon i'm going to use the word charity led the other yeah. half how long did it take you for you to lose your entire group simon well well <laughs> it's um we Okay, it took. It, it took um, we we lost our entire group, but it, it must it must be said that when when there was a group of um, and it was suggested that we should split up. Yeah, you, you suggested, okay, anybody who wants to come with Sunday sixteen, move over with me, and anybody who wants to go with Simon, move over with Simon. And there was subsidence in the in the NEC. Yeah, the the weight of the people that actually went over onto the your side of the room, and uh, oh, and, and we were pretty much left all. with the. With the um, the hardcore photographers came with the uh, with myself and Andrew Bartram of the uh, large format he photography. He's yes. gone he's now, here. but he's, uh, gone. he's gone. Yeah, he's I didn't gone. even get a chance for him to say hi. That's a sad fact. Isn't uh, it? That is a sad fact, Rachel. Yeah. But let's move on and you know try and you know bring our hearts back. So, have you enjoyed the show today? It's been brilliant. It's mainly mainly for meeting Jeremy. Just Jeremy's awesome. Well, Jeremy, let's talk to Jeremy then. Jeremy, have you enjoyed the show I've today? enjoyed it, mainly for meeting Simon. He's awesome. <laughs> Both of these facts cannot oh be true. Goodness. He's my best friend, though. <laughs> I love that you're wearing the badge as well. You've got your silver pan badge on. You went to see one of the talks today, didn't you? I did. I went to see Martin Parr. And how was that? It was fantastic. And I was a bit, bit sceptical, but I met Damien DeMolder, as I've said before. Um, 
and he told me about this 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 uh, thing they had on with Lumix. So if you if you sent in your camera serial number, there was a chance to get a free ticket for one of the uh, Superstage uh, talks. So Damien very kindly gave me a serial number because I don't own a, a Lumix camera, um, and he chose. It was, it was basically the uh, ch chosen ten people, look, ten lucky people got a, a ticket, and only nine of us wrote a little review. So I got in for free, which is always good. But um, I was a bit skeptical because you know you hear these things about Martin Parr and how he's a bit this that, and the other. But he, he was brilliant, and the, the, the pictures he showed and the talk itself—it was really, really interesting. And it was—it's kind of one of those things you think, yeah. Because he was encouraging people to just get out there and shoot, and you know, there was a little Q and A, and people were asking him, "Oh, you know, how do you go about this, that, and the other?" And he just broke down all the barriers and said, "Don't worry about, you know, about getting permissions and getting, uh, you know, getting people to fill out these forms and whatnot." In Britain, it's okay if, if you're in public, you can take a picture and you can publish it, you know, as long as you're not using it for for sort of commercial purposes. Yeah. Was that the main little gem that you got from? Uh, from today, or was there something else that you, you know, from that well, session? Well, I mean, I, again, I, I kind of feel inspired by people who just get out there and shoot, and then actually publish it or print it or, or do it, you know. And and I suppose it had a little bit more impact than that simply because I went with it. There was a slight kind of negative feeling because you hear about Martin Parr being a bit. A bit controversial or a bit <laughs> oh, <you coughs> so the irony meter on our but, recording device has just gone up <laughs> but, but you know the, the things you need you heard about things in the past that, that where Magnum didn't want him to shoot for them and he wanted to be there and, and all that but I thought his work was great you know and some of the stuff he was showing from from uh, you know earlier on in his career was fantastic he did these lovely projects with these uh, I think they call them non-conformist groups in in uh, Hebden Bridge and places like that. Brilliant photographs, and it was all about documenting things. I mean, there's one picture he showed, and he said, "If I sent you out to take pictures of people filling their cars up with petrol, you think what's the point?" And he showed this slide, this slide, and he says, "Look at that." He says, "It's a document because it's an old car. You don't see cars like that anymore. You, you don't see people dressed like that anymore." He says, you know, so whatever you're shooting now in the future is going to have, you know, interest from a documentary point of view. And I just yeah. think things like that, you know. I think you've mentioned that before, haven't you, Graham? Like that idea yeah. that, you know, you should just shoot what's in the frame. Yeah. Rather than trying to avoid things like cars. Because, yes, you're going to look at that, that frame and think, oh, okay, if I angle it this way, I'm going to lose those ugly looking mm. cars, want a better word. But actually, that's part of the social history yeah. and that's part of what makes that image um, important yeah. in so the future. What, what might right? seem mundane now mm -hmm. in the future will be interesting, mm -hmm. you know? I see the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I kind of, I, I took that away. Come on. That's it. No, move around. No, Come on. I was meaning before it scrapes it across the floor. <laughs> Close what? <laughs> Hello, Sam. This, this table is filling Hello. up rapidly, so we've got two more additions to the table who we should announce. We have got Sam from SolarCan and Robert from the London Camera Project. Hi, make, Sam. Rounding out the table nicely here. So, um, sorry, Jeremy. Sorry. We, 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 sorry. Yeah, but uh, it sounds like it was a fantastic talk. Yeah. It sounds like it is, as, again, inspired. You've been inspired a lot recently. Um, Plus, he, I got there and Mr. DeMolder invited me to the front row where he kept the seat. 
You live in the, you live in the VIP dream. Living the dream. <laughs> living the VIP dream. Robert. Hi. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you for one oh, thing. Hi. That's how, nice. How has your day at the show been? Uh, very tiring. I walked aimlessly for hours, looking at <laughs> cameras I can't afford, uh, looking at lots of. Uh, I mean, uh, the Olympus set was nice, and the Lumix set, and the, I booed and I hissed when I went past Fuji. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. We can throw that in there. Yeah, I, I booed and I hissed, but it was funny though. It was, uh, it was all right. Um, no, I've had a good time, really. It met loads of cool people, and uh, yeah, it's just generally all around quite good. I saw you skulking around the Disabled Photographers Society stall <laughs> with Jeremy. Yeah. When I was looking for the rest of it, I was like, where's everybody? And they were like, not sure. Maybe around this direction. Yeah. No, I made sure I went there. I made a beeline. When, when I, I saw it, it was Jeremy that pointed it out. Said you're gonna stop there, so I stopped. Um, unfortunately, their card machine wasn't working, so I had to go out, find a cash machine, get some cash. But um, I saw some lovely lenses there. And did you buy some? I did buy a couple of bits and pieces. I bought a thermometer and everything. I, I, need, I really needed a thermometer. I, I started to develop film at home. Yeah. I got all the bits and pieces. I got the chemicals. Got, black and white color. Yeah, black and white. I got some Hilfersol. Got some Amfix, and I got some other. Bottle, I forget what it was. Some of the gin. I don't know. It might be gin. So I, was, I got the three bottles, and um, I had I got the lovely, beautiful Patterson tank. Thanks, Patterson. And uh, and I was ready to do my bits and pieces. And I had the thermometer. It was a brand new thermometer, electronic thermometer as well. Right, so it'd be really, really, really accurate. Unfortunately, it's one of those medical thermometers that doesn't measure your temperature below like 32, yep. 32 so I didn't know that. So <laughs> we I, live and learn, right? I know, I've right? done the same thing, Robert. I have done well, the same thing. I know, so I had to buy So I came up here thinking I was spending all that money on a train, on getting into the photography show. I need to make sure I go home with a thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dream I left, big. I left it on one of the stools, so. Oh my <laughs> God, did you really? Yeah, it's only, it's only three quid. I bought it from the disabled uh, photography uh, place, so. I went to Patterson, bought a brand new one, which was like eight times the price. So you've but had to buy two thermometers today? <laughs> I bought two, two thermometers today. Oh my yeah. goodness. But um, yeah, I haven't lost a second one. Quick question. Uh, anything. Are you going to use it to develop the FP4 that, that you sent, sent me? You no, for the, that, the, the that, Emulsive Secret Santa a couple of years ago. That FP4 it? is so safe. Old. It is it's old. safe. It's it, safe. Yeah. It's not going to. I know that we're going, this is this is the weekend for expired film, isn't it? Yes, that's true. And expired so I film. think I might either wait a year. I mean, I didn't have the right thing, the right camera to use it. I didn't want to just pass it through a Holger. It I looks mean, amazing though, like the packet, doesn't it? And right? Everything. So, I mean, I, don't, I didn't think it would do it justice to put it through my Holger. I might put it through my Zeiss icon. Ooh, but then I've got to think about the subject and I don't know what I'm going to shoot so it's just going to sit there maybe another another 40 years I don't no. know yeah. well, I don't know it? I just need to have a reason 1979 that's pretty cool 1979 so I, I need to have the right subject really and the right light it's going to need a lot of light isn't it because it's, uh, it's so expired yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm looking forward to shooting it but I'm just scared that I'm going to mess it up you, you said just shoot just shoot it you said you, you walked past a lot of camera stands that you looked mm. at lustfully but could not afford <laughs> one camera that you definitely could have afforded though is the solar can uh. an absolute steal was it 15 pounds 15.95 lovely 15. segue 15.95 it's like you've done this before <laughs> yes. it is the yeah. camera Sam how has the show been for you this is your first photography show um, you've got a great stand there you're sharing it with the riffraff from Analog Wonderland but I mean and look at this the branding the merchandise it's going on you're in a lovely purple sweat here yeah well um, maybe uh, if you if you can see my face which you can't on the radio <laughs> you'll know I'm pretty knackered after today so it's been a very long day 
yesterday was a long day as well, setting up. So yeah, it was the first time I've I've done a show where I've I've exhibited. So announcing myself on the world stage. Well, that's what I'm hoping to do. So people that don't know about us will find out about us. So it's really as much as sales, which I really, really do need sales to pay for the stand because it's very expensive. Mm. Uh, but about exposure as well. So yeah. uh, people who do uh, interviews and uh, magazine writers and other suppliers and stuff like that. So I'm hoping to connect with them over the next few days. Yeah. This first day has been absolutely manic. We've been packed the entire day. I've been running demos all day long. Oh, it's hard work. And learning what the public think when they see a soda can. Most people think it's uh, either a drink, obviously, because of what it looks like, or a something to do with charging from the sun, because it has the word yeah. soda in it. So, yeah. uh, so I'm overcoming that barrier. And that barrier is telling the public what it is, so they can understand it. it's the camera first, and then we can start explaining it about them. So it's that introduction. Yeah, yeah. Things to kind of like learn from this time, I guess, that you can help to signpost next time. Absolutely. As well, yeah. which is really useful. You, we were, we were just chatting about the fact that Jeremy went to see uh, Mr. Martin Parr. Uh, uh, you had a, your celebrity visit to the stand, didn't you? Yeah, I saw him wandering past. I, I met him 10 years ago when I was at university a few times. And I saw him wandering past and I couldn't help myself. I shrieked, Martin! You were going to walk past and you could see he was kind of not bothered and he, he didn't want this sort of attention. But I said, come back, I'm going to give you the spill about soda can. I told him what it was. He said he'd never seen it before. Then I accosted him for a few photos and <laughs> selfies. Just to, He said he had to call his agent. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it, was, so, it was nice to have a celebrity photographer hold a soda can. So. Unlike um, Paul, we spoke to earlier, um, uh, you're in it for the duration. You've got your stand and you're here for the next three days after this. Yeah. After day one, how are you feeling about that prospect? Well, yeah, it was, yeah, I'm told it could be busier tomorrow and on Tuesday it's student day or something like that. Oh, and that could be incredibly busy. Mm. So uh, if, if it wasn't for the next three days, I would be leathered right now. I would have been, <laughs> I've been drinking myself into a stupor. There were free drinks downstairs uh, yep. after the show, so all the exhibitors got free drinks. What? Did you I not go, Rachel? No, I didn't know. We this. all got emails saying, "Come down for free drinks." So I just... knew. Sorry, Rachel. I didn't know <laughs> Everybody knew except me. Everyone, this is... you, should, you should you should have come along. Uh, so I would be drunk if it wasn't for that because yeah. I just have to save myself for tomorrow morning. So I'm going to get here early to set up, uh, make sure I pick up all the other things out, etc. You're clear. Okay, we're just going, guys. Uh, Simon, Jeremy, you're both heading off now. Yeah, hitting the train. It's been an absolute pleasure catching up, gentlemen. Um, Simon, your new podcast, large format, one about almost the, yeah yeah go on what is it again large format photography podcast large format photography photography, and, and, photography podcast and, with mr andrew bartram it, it is and i just want to say that and that uh, rob yeah, Rob, Rob, Robert and I are now part of the UK chapter of the APS Revival. There, I'm, um, I'm editing that out. Bring the back APS, APS Revival. Bring back Stig is part of this. Sorry? Stig's in this, presumably, as well. Oh, absolutely. Of course, yeah, Stig was, Stig was shooting with Stig the vectors. There was too much APS in yeah. evidence today. Yeah. Can, I, can I just, before I go, can I, you know that anagram competition? Oh, yes. Go on. I came up with an anagram. Go on. For the, sec, uh, the, the Sunny 16 podcast aid... Graham, Rachel, as sexy cuddle, transparencies, 
game. <laughs> I, suddenly, I, I know I've missed a letter out somewhere because I wrote it down and I left it over there. But I will send it to you. Thank you. Please do. I mean, I'm glad I know what it'll be now when it turns up because getting an email from you saying sexy, sexy cuddles would always be alarming. Game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll send it to you. I said send it to you. You didn't get my message. <gasps> Jeremy, it's been lovely seeing you. See Robert, lovely seeing you Another too. Time. Have you got See to go Take care, buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on a boat. Fantastic. Let's do it again soon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Nice to meet you. All right. Yes. See ya. Bye, Take care. Jeremy. See you, mate. Bye, See you, Sam. Nice to see you. Ah, and then there was one. And there was me, and I've just yeah. turned up because I've been talking to a venture capitalist over yeah, there. Yeah, so, apparently so. Yeah, so I, I, I kind of really How had to go. Well, he's going to come along tomorrow, and he's funded these other guys, which have got this really interesting. It's so many amazing how many people found themselves where they are today, and they started with Kickstarter. Yeah. Kickstarter has so much to answer for. When I was explaining about all my friends that are over here and talking about their businesses, oh, he started on Kickstarter. He started on, yeah. they started on kick, and it's everyone. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, as you said, pretty much yeah, everybody maybe. who we've spoken to and people who we will be speaking to. <laughs> yeah, it's got a lot to answer for. It really does. So, your first time here doing this, your first experience, I guess, of anything like this. What, what's your takeaway after day one? Well, first, I want to move my stand so I'm in a gangway. Yeah. Because at the moment, you I'm are off not a gangway a spot. So, so I'm watching lots of people walk past. Yeah. But that's a double-edged sword because I'm more of a discovery and when people discover me they feel like they want to tell other people yeah. and you get more buzz about it as well. Uh, so that's something that I'd like to address maybe if I come back next year. Uh, everything else has been going well. It's been really lovely to meet all the other stand holders and school people and really amazing to see what sells. There's things that I think that's never going to sell. And then I'm seeing queues and queues of people spending hundreds and thousands of pounds with their different equipment and stuff so that's really interesting mm. and so um you were talking some before about doing demonstrations yeah um how do you demo a six month solar camp uh, that's this is this is good so i've got <laughs> a, a good answer for you uh, so i was talking to my wife how, how we could do this and i've done many solar cans over the last couple of years and I don't throw them away once they're done. I, I put them in a, a dark bag and I keep them safe, oh etc. So are you what, about what, to say? Are you about to give us the Blue Peter line, Sam? <laughs> yes, I am. Right. So what I've been, what I've been, what I did uh, before I came here on Thursday, I put some already exposed solar can images back into solar cans, sealed them, and labelled them all up, etc. And then I, I made twenty of them up. So for the, uh, <laughs> you know what's coming here. <laughs> Uh, for the uh, demos, I would take them out and say, here's one I made earlier. <laughs> and uh, I'd, I'd take the lid off and I'd have real photographic paper inside yeah. there that's still sensitive to the light to show that it's not going to die because we're not in direct sunlight. And I've got a scanner on site. I scan it quickly. It scans it about three seconds, pops up on the screen, and then I invert it quickly and say, ta-da. That's, that's when the sales come. When, yeah. you see a, when you show a demo, people want to buy. Yeah, I mean, that's been so super lovely today, today for me doing the, um, the pop-up demos to show how Cyanotype works because we had Rose Team be doing the sort of um, presentation side of the historical uh, aspect. And then it's like, this is how it was used 160 years ago yeah. when it was first invented. Now see it happening literally in front of your eyes. And, yeah. and, and I think probably for both of us and for probably all of our listeners, that's a major part of why analog appeals. 
because it's that tactile nature of being able to see something happen and physically get hands on and see it. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, I did notice, which I keep coming back to, is the simplicity of solar can. People can't get over that simplicity. They're used to, simple for them is a £1,000 camera filled with electronics, filled with mirrors and lenses and plastic. And that's not simple to me at all. And when they see what simple really is, they, they can't get their head around it. People who've grown up in the digital industry and that's what they're using. And I try and avoid the, avoid the word pinhole because it, not that it gives it away, but I don't want to I don't want to dumb it down to pinhole. I want to keep it as an astronomy camera, mm. etc. But as soon as the word pinhole is mentioned, they're like, oh, I understand it now, as in they have an authority over mm. that idea. Uh, whereas I think it's a, it's far more important that it's an astronomy camera as much as a film camera as much as it is a pinhole camera. It's interesting. That's your background, isn't it? My background, yeah, astronomy as well. So astronomy, photography, and art, and and as we said, probably on the last podcast, mm. yeah, we, we, we combine those did. three things together. Yeah. So the astronomy thing's going well, actually. I've been for the last uh, few weeks. I've been getting all the solar can community who've made their images to submit their images to the astrophotographer of the year competition, which is a very very big deal. I won in 2012, and it changed my life. What I want is just one of those images to be selected by a judge, not to win, but just to be a finalist. Yeah. Because it, it validates solar yeah. can as an astronomy camera. So. Did I've, you win with a solar can image? No, or no, a I, no. Image? That's completely different. I use a 400 mil lens shooting yeah. Venus uh, transiting in the surface of the sun. Yeah. Nothing to do with well, it's to do with the sun. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it was to, to do with absolutely to do with the sun. Yeah. But yeah, so that was a that was a digital technique. Yeah. So that would be an so. interesting. Um, like curve for your life as well then won't it yeah, having won it and yeah. then hopefully if somebody gets nominated by using one of the cameras that you've now created you know? uh, yeah I've not really I've not connected those dots yet but that's, that's a nice story let's yeah. let's hope one gets con- uh, selected yeah. first I think, awesome. I think about about 40 people submitted well at least admitting yeah. you know yeah. having a, a group of people who have bought your product yeah. who have shot images with it and have now submitted I, I think that's amazing too I, I think it's hilarious all these judges are going to be sat, sat there expecting these wide scale Milky Way shots or Nebula and then there's this bunch of what the hell are these things what are these solar can images so I think we have to select one as the finest we'll see Um, three days left are you going to have enough solar cans to see you through because we know that we know Matt and and Michelle from Milford think we've run out of HP5 in 120 already and you know stocks do you think you're going to have enough solar cans to get you through to Tuesday for those students my wife Beverly is arriving on Sunday evening so if there's going to be a problem (laughs) new batch yeah she can bring a new batch so I think I should be fine but I did bring enough to to keep me going so I think I'll be alright that's awesome I think the majority of sales will be after sales yeah. from this as well because, as we said earlier, it's more about the introduction to what solar can is. And it's very rare someone will buy it on that introduction unless they're getting a proper demo, etc. Yeah. of the whole thing is. They need to get their head around it. People know what HP5 is. People know what film is. Yeah. Uh, virtually every product on sale here today, people know what it is, but very few people understand what the solar can is. You guys do, and you know what it is, etc. But you're 
you're the masters. Yeah, you, you know you know this ah, stuff. Yeah. Well, there yeah, we, we go. We yeah. This is where we could say that's yeah. a wrap. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I said it. I think it is going to be after we where we say this is a wrap because I think it's time we get you home, Rach. Have I got to go home? I'm afraid so. Did afraid they stop so. serving beer? Uh, yeah, I'm afraid that's why you didn't get a third <laughs> beer for the for the relief of the listeners who might keep a more close. Um, Sam, thank you so much. I'm I'm going to be calling around your store tomorrow to see the demonstration going on because I'll be back tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm really glad to hear it's gone so well today. And here's to another three days of busyness. Thank you very much. <laughs> Exhaustion. Yeah. Thanks very much, Sam. Thanks, guys. We have grabbed you at one of the rare quiet moments here in the Intrepid Stand. <laughs> the beautiful Intrepid Stand, which I think Thank you very much, many Ken. people have said is the best looking stand of the show here. I've said that several times. Maybe but that's where you've got it, looks it looks from, fantastic. yeah. <laughs> it looks great. It's like being, I feel a bit like being a little tropical island. <laughs> Thank you. First year for Intrepid yes. at the Photography Show. How's it been? It's been brilliant. Yeah. It's been absolute. I've been blown away by the amount of people that have come along, by the amount of support we've had, and particularly people coming who sort of specifically said oh we've just come to see you guys and meet you has been just lovely so it's yeah. been great so far and you've got some exciting stuff for people to see here at the yes, moment yes we do though talk about what we've got here on the table in front of us so on the table we've got the it's the first outing for the new 8x10 and new 4x5 so we've got the mark 4 4x5 which is the one with the new aluminium base yeah and you've got the mark 2 8x10 which also has a new aluminium base and um so far reception's been really good people have had a good play with them and they still are working, so that's good. <laughs> this is quite a substantial upgrade, isn't it? The yeah, it is. Base. Yeah, it's quite different to um, the previous model. Yeah, uh, I'm very excited about this in particular because I know because you're getting, getting one very exactly. Soon. Yes. Um, and so, what is the aluminium base? What is the difference that it's going to make for people who have had previous experience of the like the Mark III, for example? Cool. So the aluminium base is more of a function of the way we've started doing the focusing, which is now rear focusing on um, linear guides with a. Um, a screw thread yeah. instead of using a rack and pinion mechanism um, and that means you don't have to then lock down the focusing it locks itself automatically just by nature of the linear guides and they're the same so if you imagine like a big mill or a big CNC machine they're the same linear components those use so they're very sturdy yeah. <laughs> and um, they just make everything a lot simpler smoother and more rigid so yeah. it's a, a really nice improvement yeah um, I remember having a conversation uh, not too long ago with Naomi is right Naomi is Naomi yep yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. she'll be here um, tomorrow yes uh, about the fact because obviously Mark 3 you released last September so it was about a year ago about a year ago so yeah. it was early now um, uh, and they've been very popular yeah um, and some people may have bought those recently yes and may now see this thing oh actually yeah yeah. Is there going to be a path for people who might want to upgrade? Yes, yeah, so we've got option? two options. Obviously, the base is the main difference between the Mark IV and Mark III, and um, you can put the Mark IV base on your Mark III, yeah. and um, that'll be an option to buy for our website. We're going to do it pretty much at cost for people who've bought a Mark III recently That's because like, it's always really tough about when to do yeah. an upgrade. We had this sort of new way of doing it. It was so clearly better. Yeah. We couldn't really not pull the trigger on it. So gone for it and then if people just want to straight upgrade any of their Intrepid 4x4 cameras just email us we'll give you a massive discount and um, you can get a new Mark 4 so we don't want to leave anyone feeling hard done by or that they've missed out that's, that's fantastic I mean you really can't say fairer than that it's as fair as we can do it I think yeah, yeah. yeah. so as you said it's um, 
you don't want to not do a thing just because. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, we let the Mark Three was out for a year, the Mark Two was out for a year, Mark One's out for a year. So we put a fairly established product cycle yeah. now. Yeah. And I know from chatting to you yesterday, from where you're at the moment, the Mark Four is probably going to have a longer shelf yes, life Mark, before you start yeah, from the Mark. <laughs> The Mark IV will last longer than a year on account of, and I can confirm that because we've ordered all the components for more than a year's worth of Mark IVs. Yeah. So, yeah. Fantastic. And the other thing, the thing that we will be very excited to see, the Intrepid Enlarger. Yep, got one of those here. So that is full on in production, um, as you can see for our Kickstarter updates. Uh, everything's going surprisingly well for us in a Kickstarter. We actually are. So far, fingers crossed. Uh, oh no. Now you <laughs> jinxed it now, yeah. It's all going to plan. Um, and then that will be publicly available in May, towards the end of May. Yeah. And so, with all this, so, so if anybody goes online now, goes to Intrepid, they can order these things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. The Mark IVs are in active production. Yep. The Mark IV and the 8x10 are in um, production, and we um, will be updating the website with all the pictures and stuff like that soon. Fantastic stuff. Well, you've got two more days of the show left, and it's getting busy here again. Yes, it is, yes. Absolute delight catching up, Max. Best of luck Great. for the rest of the show. Thank you very much, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you, it's so delightful. Um, it is great. The RPS is the de facto kind of gold standard for people getting into photography. Uh, I, at my camera club, I know there are lots of people who go through and do the courses and get the accreditation. Um, so it's great to see you here again. How's the show been for you so far? Oh, it's been really fantastic for numerous reasons. One, because we just want to get the message out there who we are and what we do, which is we exist to promote the art and the science of photography, and we want to promote that as much as possible, but encourage other people to get involved in photography and to appreciate it. But also, it gives us a chance to get out and meet our members and hear about why they enjoy membership and to help them with other queries. And of course, as well, we offer one-on-one -on -one advice on how to apply for your distinction. And that's really worthwhile as well for a lot of our members that they get to come here this weekend and chat to us about that. Yeah, so that's a really good thing to kind of go down the aisle. So people who may not be familiar with the RPS, which a lot of people probably won't be unless they're going through a particular path. What is it you get from joining the RPS? What does it have to offer somebody like myself, or Rachel, or who's Rachel? Say hi, Rachel. Hi. Rachel's doing. Um, who might come to you and say, okay, what can I get from this? Well, so the first thing um, is that. Uh, what you initially get is you get to join a community of like-minded individuals who care passionately about photography and despite the name the Royal Photographic Society which might give people an idea that it's incredibly prestigious and maybe not open we are open to absolutely everyone anyone who cares deeply about photography can become one of our members and then once you're a member we'll actively support you in becoming a better photographer and learning more about photography and we do this through workshops learning opportunities like the Open University through our distinction assessments and then just through like online support people can upload their own portfolios and then you get to network with the photographers in your own group or region and you can also join a special interest group um, if you like which means if you're very interested in such things such as analog or history you can you can join more photographers from the RPS who will arrange talks and lectures and exhibitions based on those themes. For example, actually, 
Um, obviously yesterday we met because Rose Teamby, um, who was uh, obviously delivering the presentation part of the demo that I was doing, brought you round and was like, you need to meet Ash because she's obviously dealing with that. Um, how do connections like that come about or work? Um, so I think initially Rose is involved in the 100 Heroines campaign, which is a campaign that the RPS has been running to promote women in photography. And that started uh, to mark the centenary of women in the UK getting the vote. And it was just about this the RPS identifying, well of course it was identified in the photographic world and in society that women weren't being pushed to the forefront enough, and not just currently but historically as well, and that we needed to facilitate that conversation so the whole campaign was based upon trying to push forward female photographers to get their work recognized and to support one another and Rose uh, is part of that project and she's actually exploring the historical uh, heroines so Rose is creating information um, and putting it out online and at the moment actually there's a vote open that you can go online and choose your own favorite historical heroine and they will be announced in March it has been wonderful because we've seen a lot of the hundred heroin stuff yeah. online. It's been really well shared, and it, and it does feel like that is something that's uh, often overlooked, and, and it needs pushing more. I mean, in terms of the membership, do you see a big diversion? A, not diversion, a big um, split. Is there a lot more men in the RPS than there are women, or is it is that evening out as time goes by? Um, well, I think the thing is, the RPS has always included women, and even from the inception of the organisation in 1853, there were female members of the Royal Photographic Society, but generally in the photographic industry or trade, there aren't as many women as there are men. So even though we might not have as many women in our membership, that's more of a reflection of society or a reflection of um, the photographic industry than it would be of us but that's one of the reasons why we wanted to get involved in 100 heroines and to try and challenge that two branches wasn't there there was the original 100 heroines campaign part uh, and then since then there's been the launch of the 100 historical heroines as well which has been really lovely to see because it's it's helped inspire me and I know a lot of other women a lot of other more of our listeners as well to really find out um, more about these people who possibly never heard of their names they may have seen their work or they may not have even seen the work um, so it's really started to open that up and um, I don't know if that's what you found as well from the inside from RPS if it's brought other people to your attention maybe oh yes well I mean definitely we can see that um, our audience has changed in terms of how many more women we're attracting towards the RPS and um, ages as well like I think a lot more young people are, are interested so yeah we definitely have seen that effect from the inside yes that's fantastic well it's great to see how busy it is here today. Thank you so much for your time, Ashley. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, we're good to go. Yeah, we're good. I think this is our last stop of the day before we clear off. Um, okay. And it's a delight to be, I think as it was last year, our last stop on the Lomography stand really? with Hannah. Hannah, how's it going? Hello, it's going very well. Thank you very much. It's lovely to be here. The stand looks beautiful as always. Lots of colourful and fun stuff. Have you been seeing lots of people the last couple of days? Yeah, there's been loads of people coming in from customers wanting to ask questions about our film and cameras, and then we've been having people from you know different magazines and blogs and stuff just coming to say hi. So it's been really nice. Yeah, we were chatting earlier, and you're saying that there's just a general rise in interest, not just from the groups that perhaps you're more used to seeing, the students, the young people, the people who are already in land, into analog photography, but also from people 
who are currently more in the digital world and are looking to go somewhere else with it. Uh, is this a trend that you think is spreading from the fact that you've been doing the lenses for a while and it's drawing people in? Yeah, I think there's been a slight shift. Certainly I've felt that this year that there's been ever such a slight shift in attitudes towards photography generally, especially from the, the kind of hardcore digital groups uh, that are maybe sort of a bit more open-minded to things uh, and starting to think about things a little bit more creatively and, and that obviously involves lobography and whereas perhaps at the beginning when we started the photography show a few years ago there was a lot of intrepid, you know, un uncertainty about lobography and now people are interested to know about our lenses and kind of what they do and what's special about them and they're asking questions whereas before perhaps they would have just ignored it now they want to know they're interested because they want to do something different with their photography. Yeah, I mean, um, I mentioned about the fact that you know, there's a, a friend of ours who was here yesterday, Simon Forster, and he his show is all about using old lenses on modern cameras and the fact that there's quite a following for that kind of thing. And of course, with that, you're relying on finding those old lenses that are becoming increasingly rare, whereas you are bringing new lenses to market that have the features and the look and the characteristics of these old lenses and um, yeah I think it's giving people what they're looking for. Yeah. Um, in terms of the, the analog side, what have people been interested in? Is the instant still the big draw for people at the moment? Instant is still massively popular um, especially with the student younger market that really into instant just because it's that physical Having that physical photo is quite unique and it's still quite different to that mobile culture of just having everything on your phone. Um, so that's definitely still popular. We're finding there's been a rise in interest in film generally. Um, we've been releasing new film online as pre-order. So the, uh, the new formula, Lomo Chrome Purple, that was last year. And then we've released the black and white films and it's kind of ruffled the feathers a bit and people are really interested in, uh, in trying out new films and it's been a quite high demand for that and I think the, part of the reason for that is that that covers the people that might have our cameras but also people that may not necessarily have our cameras but have got the old SLRs um, but want to try different effects you know so it, it's across the board. Yeah. And how you managed to keep up the demand for that stuff? Because I know last year, the Loma Home Purple, the newly released one, that kind of, I think by day one, that was like, well, that's all gone because it's so popular. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how much is available. That's, you know, I don't know that kind of information. But I think there is a high demand and we're trying our best to reach that demand. But obviously, yeah. sometimes we do go out of stock and then we have to find new stock. And, um, but it's... It, that's exciting, right? That's interesting that yeah. people want it and, and it it goes. Have you found that that's changed year from year, the film stocks that they're interested in or that are more popular? Yeah, a little bit. Well, you sort of get to know the changes in what's more popular. So, uh, whereas maybe five years ago, the Diner F was very popular and then, then the Insta came in and that was massive. Now that's died down a little bit and then now it's more the film and, and also the lenses as well where more people are interested to know and plus we've got a bigger range now so we're kind of it's as we've established ourselves over the years by just keep bringing out interesting lenses so now we've got a whole range 
to say, look, this is what we do, and yeah. this is what we're passionate about, and we're not going to stop doing it. So, yeah. which are your favourites? Your personal favourites? What out of everything? Mm, yeah, it's interesting um, to know. I think about the people yeah. behind <laughs> the uh, the names. My favourites definitely the LC wide. I think. Um, I love shooting 35mm film, I'm not a professional photographer but I come from a graphic design sort of background so I like to shoot um, aesthetically pleasing things like flowers and road signs and things with interesting fonts, that's my thing and, and I love the, the wide's got such a beautiful lens and I really like shooting it at half frame without the frame in and you get this lovely the edges of each frame are kind of merged into the next frame so it's like a little bit of double exposures on the edge and you get this stream of really interesting photos so that's my favorite for sure do you blow any of those up and have them like a big banner i don't but i often think that i'd like to do that it's just having the money to get it enlarged but yeah i'd I'd like to do that Um, the one thing it feels like we haven't had for a while is a Lomography Kickstarter. Like, what was the last one? Was it the uh, Instant Square? Instant Square. It was the Square, Diana yeah. Instant Square, which yeah. takes the Fuji Instant Square yeah. film. And now, obviously, we've got the Lomagon Art Lens, which is happening at the moment. Oh, which is the Kickstarter yeah. right now. And we've actually we've got a sample here at the photography show, especially for people to just have a look. And it's it's got the bo- uh, a sort of prototype of the box and the book that will come with it which is really nice, people could just look through everybody's photos, you know. Yeah, and, and can we look forward to it? I mean, I, do you know, is there anything else coming in the pipeline this year or is it a bit too I early I actually honestly don't know. <laughs> I get left in the dark till the last minute, honestly, seriously, I don't know. I know that they're, they're really interested in this idea of, of bringing back more film, um, but I don't know anything beyond that. I just know that because we, we've obviously released quite a few new films recently, yeah and the demand is high people are excited by it we enjoy doing it because it's you know it's part it's bringing it back to what lomography originally was all yeah. about you know celebrating film so it's kind of like coming full circle really but yeah. i don't know anything no. that's fantastic and we've spoken to numerous people today who have made lomography their first stop yeah. i've been there i've oh, bought this stuff right. and, and it's wonderful it's clearly not showing any signs of slowing down yet and i have to say personally it's really nice to hear that the film is um, kind of coming back into a sense a little bit. I know when we spoke last year, um, the the instant was very much the focus then, and that's yeah. great. And you now have a, a wonderful and currently pretty complete range of instant cameras. That's great that you can now shift back to film and, and see what comes from that. So that's really exciting. It's lovely to see the stand again, and good luck with the next couple of days. Great. Thank you very much. Thanks very much. Anna. Thanks, Anna. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> Okay, it's the end of day two at the photography show uh, and I am on my way home. I'm not driving, don't worry listeners, although I'm in a car, being driven by the one person who has been with us for the last two days, who has been chauffeuring myself and Rachel around everywhere and has been a constant source of stoic support, uh, Mr. Alex Purcell. Alex, how are you? I'm very good. <laughs> a bit weary after the no. last couple of days. Yeah, knackered. Definitely. It's been, um, yeah, it's been fairly full on. We recorded a load of the interviews last night after first day, um, which was great. Uh, lots of lovely people there. Um, we didn't get to speak to everybody. Unfortunately, whilst we would have loved to try and record something whilst the photo walk meetup was going on, 
there were just too many people so that was logistically impossible but I want to say a huge thank you to everybody who came out. It was incredible. Um, it was slightly terrifying to be in the foyer and see, I don't know, uh, what do you reckon, 40 people? Must have been 40. Yeah. A, a, a large group of analogue photographers there, all ready to go with all their wonderful cameras. Um, I think I got to say hello to almost everybody. Um, I hope I did. Uh, I certainly tried. If I didn't, my huge apologies. I'm not going to try and list everybody who was there because I know that if I do, I will forget people and that will be the worst thing ever. Um, but yeah, you know, I do want to say a few special thank yous to people. I want to say a special thank you to Dale, um, who's on Instagram, uh, Delusions of Competence, I believe, if I've got that right. Um, Dale bought this fantastic plastic bag full of key rings that he'd made out of spent film canisters um, and he's one of them here you go have these to give away whatever you want to do like this is wonderful so we gave them away to everybody at the photo walk and, um, and I actually given some more away today to people who we bumped into who were interested in analog uh, we made sure that uh, the guys at Kodak and Ilford both got some film canister key rings to take home as well um, the guys at Ilford took home Ilford film key rings I can't remember what Andy took I think Ilford Andy might have taken an Ilford Keery because he's you know very cross-party supporting, um, but that was fantastic. And, and Dale also gave us all some really lovely prints to take home, so thank you very much, Dale. Uh, need to say thank you to Jeremy. Um, so not only did Jeremy bring uh, what one can I describe as a slightly knackered Graflex? Did you see this Graflex? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, well, it's awesome. Graf. It doesn't matter how tatty they they look. They just brilliantly built things, and they they'll function properly. So. Yeah, it was lovely. We did a a, um, a draw straws lottery for that, and Neil Piper won that. I think there's a lovely picture of him accepting his prize on Instagram and Twitter. So if you go there, you'll find those listeners. So that's really cool. But not only did Jeremy bring that, uh, he also brought uh, gifts for myself and Rachel and Aid. Uh, and I know that Aid got some rolls of slide film because we've been saying, oh, Aid should really shoot some slide film through his Bronica. So I know he brought some lovely 120 Velvia for Aid to shoot. So hopefully we'll see Aid doing that. Uh, he brought Rachel three Olympus OM lenses because re Rachel recently got an OM-1. Uh, and so she's now got a 135mm, a 50mm and a 28mm lens for that, uh, which is pretty cool. But um, I think I did best of all out of it because I, Jeremy gave me this beautiful Fed 2 rangefinder. It's pretty gorgeous now. It is. It's like new. It's like, yeah. it's just stunning. Al's quite jealous because he's got one, but already yeah, his is one. a bit tattier. Um, so this is a thing of great beauty, and I had a roll of Cosmo photo film, um, which Stephen bought with him to give away at the show, so I had a roll in my bag, I was like, well, this has got to go straight in here, so I'm really looking forward to shooting that. So that was wonderful. Um, so many great people we've seen. Uh, what was your highlight of the last couple of days, Alan? Um, well, seeing in Intrepid and... Uh what they're doing now with the enlarger that's kind of got this got me gassing <laughs> <laughs> got me gassing you got me gassing yeah that was really cool so we went back again today um to have a chat with max um at the intrepid stand and uh, i mean their stand was lovely it, you know they really made the best of their space and the because you've got an intrepid mark three yes uh, which you brought up so i can have a look at it because as listeners will know i've been waiting patiently for my intrepid camera which i ordered back in january but they did get in touch with me and say, look, 
we can send you a Mark III now, but we've got this revision coming, would you rather wait? And I said, oh yeah, that's fine, I'm quite happy to wait. Um, and I got to see the Mark IV today. Um, so Al, you've had a lot more experience with the Mark III already. What's your take on the changes they've made for the Mark IV? Really, really good, I think. It's much more solid. Um, it's a little simpler, um, but the focusing adjustment and things, the, the, that's engineered sort of much more accurately now, so it's it feels a much higher quality kind of thing, you know. Um, yeah, we're just being very casual, chatting along. But I, I said Alex is driving up, but uh, a police car is just cruising past, going, "What are those people doing?" It's fine, officer. <laughs> I don't think it's illegal to record a podcast in a police car, in a car whilst driving, but I'm not a hundred percent certain on that. So we'll just—they've gone past now. It's fine. Bye, officer. Um, yeah, it, it seems. Um, very sturdy, doesn't it? The new design. Yeah, yeah. The the base plate, um, all being made out of metal now, not plywood, makes it kind of less chunky, but strong, kind of more sturdy as well. Yeah, and still just as lightweight as the old ones. Yeah. I think it might be a, a hair more than the last ones were, um, but still a very lightweight camera. Um, you were saying it's made it slightly simpler. So, because because I haven't got experience of using the Mark III. You would transfer to it. It's removed some small functionality that was not really necessary, but it's no longer there. So, what what does this change mean? The rear standard will only tilt forward and back now, whereas it used to have a small amount of. Um, uh, they could change the angle, to kind yeah. of sideways shift. Is it? Yeah, yeah, probably. Is that rear swing? Maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, rear swing. Yeah. They take, take that away now, um, but I, I think it's one of those things you can. By adjusting the front, you can kind of um, move the lens over to the side and change the angle bit, and kind of to get that sort of effect anyway. Yeah, yeah. We just uh, the police have just pulled over the car right in front of us. That's all right. We're fine. <laughs> oh boy, it's going to be another police camera stop action moment on the radio. Yeah, um, yeah it, it does. It seems like a meaningful improvement. And uh, personally speaking, I think what what small functionality loss there might be to losing the um, movement at the back end I don't think is going to make a difference with those cameras you've still got all that movement in the front and, uh, yeah. and the enlarger looks really cool as well it's a really neat unit isn't it yeah really nice and the fact it'll work on any 4x5 you know pretty much any 4x5 large format camera is awesome as well so yeah it's, it's really simple really elegant um, I think Max is saying it's going to be £180 um, I think this is another thing that's going on my savings that's list with, that's with the timer get 120 without the timer oh okay cool then that's even better um so and you get everything you need to get in there you get the, the um lens board that you need to mount in larger lenses you can use it with your four by five lenses but you'll get better results if you're using a proper enlarger lens and the good thing is that enlarger lenses are pretty cheap you know 50 60 quid you can get a good enlarger lens for can't you so um so what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, don't give me side eye, you. I can see that. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and it works as a great backlight for the pixelator as well. That's a really good point. The pixelator, so, yes, because you know this fantastic light source, um, and it's just the right size, isn't it? For you, well, as it would be because it's for yeah. four by five. Um, so we went and saw the pixelator. Um, did you back that when it came out? I didn't, but I've just ordered one. Just just one. Obviously, this is you backtracking after you pretty much rubbished the, the <laughs> idea, the very concept of the pixelator on the Lensless podcast no, <laughs> back in the past. Um, <laughs> it, it was really nice to see um, what is 
pretty much a production model of the Pixelator there. Uh, it, it has come a long way from um, Hamish's initial design. So from the one that we saw last year, Rachel and I, when we caught up with Hamish last year at the photography show, he had the um, Model N that he was just getting ready to put out. Um, and uh, this one is quite different and it's, it's a sleek, well-finished unit. Um, so yeah, hopefully it won't be long before they get there and you put your order in for yours. How much, they, what's the order cost for those now? Uh, was it £35, I think. Yeah, I, I think £35 quid for those it, it, as a convenient way of digitising film. I it's, mean. it's brilliant because I, up until now I've been scanning negatives, um, but the scanners have such a limited dynamic range that you just can't get the shadow detail and the highlights to, to look right. Whereas if you shine a light through a negative and take a photo of it, it, it you know, there's a lot more... Um, yeah, just the dynamic range is far greater with the camera, even with the iPhone. Taking a photo with the iPhone of the negative held up to the light, you can see far better range of detail than you can with the scanner. I've, so that's what I found anyway. Even with a Canon 9000F, it just it, they don't seem to be able to cope with uh, that range. So I, I won't be scanning and stitching anymore. I'll be definitely just using anything to photograph it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think I'm in exactly the same boat. Having done the scanning and stitching route, it's also it's just a pain in the neck. I, I know you made a little rig to put your negatives in so that you could have them lined up evenly, but I don't do that. I just put them in a guess and they go, oh, that's that's slightly wonky, and and try again. And it's such a stupid way of going about things when you've gone to all the trouble of shooting large format, which is you know not zero faff in the first place, and then to just go and spoil the results by not doing a good job at the scanning end. Um, doesn't seem terribly wise so um yeah that that was really cool to see and as you said the fact that it works so well with the backlight you know this, this is a whole four by five solution and the great thing is that with both of these things the pixelator and the intrepid enlarger they both work with all the different negative sizes as well so you can shoot you 120 you can shoot 135 and you have a way of digitizing and and or making analog prints from them it's um yeah it's fantastic um so what else did we see today and yesterday that was particularly of uh, all excitement? Well, it's great meeting everybody because there's uh, I met um, for the first time last year quite a few people, um, but didn't really know them. But in the in the you know the the year since, I've kind of got to know people a lot better. So it was great to kind of see them again and actually feel like you know know these people a bit better so it's really good yeah uh, also wonderful seeing the huge range of cameras on display I think if I was gonna pick the winner not that there was a competition in any way shape or form but the winner for the most esoteric camera uh, on display and to be honest I'd hoped to win it I took the Jalubitel and took some pictures with it but um, Ian for my money one because he was there with a Kodak Instamatic camera. I think it was a Kodak Instamatic. It was definitely an Instamatic. It, um, it might have been an Agba. Who knows? I didn't look that closely. Um, and a flash cube on top. Um, and I said, "Oh, how? What are you doing? Because you know, obviously you can't get fresh film for that. Instead, so you respooled. Well, you know, I've gone through. I've perforated. I've done all of the stuff. Um, above and beyond. So hats off to Ian. Um, so a couple of Olympus trips there. I know that." Andrew Bartram was there with his Olympus trip. And I also saw somebody else not with our group wandering around with an Olympus trip. Um, saw a couple of Likers today and yesterday. Yeah. More yesterday. Jimmy had a yeah, yeah, Jimmy had a Leica. Um, plenty of Olympuses, which is always good. Um, 
but yeah, a wonderful cross-section. I think people this year travelled lighter quite sensibly with that. Uh, what else were the takeaways today? We met a lot of great people. Um, Rachel Stand uh, was wonderful. Um, it was great to see the cyanotype stand there and um, Rose giving the talk uh, about Anna Atkins. That was really wonderful. Um, and just great to see that being represented in, in an environment like that. You know, everything there was people selling stuff and tripods and lights and, oh, and that, all of that stuff's fine. But um, just to have a, a, a decent corner of that just given over to celebrating the work of a 200 year you know 200 years old woman well, I mean she's not 200 years old because she's she's dead I'm sorry to say breaking the news to everybody but um you know it, it was fantastic and it was great to see everybody come out and support that and support what was going on with that uh obviously great to see um the solar can stand uh, on Sorry. which Paul from Analog Wonderland set up with Mary his mum um he never refers to himself as his mum, uh, which is why I like to do it all the time, just to really um, drive that home. But that was great. Um, lots of people interested in that. And Ilford as well. <sighs> yes, absolutely. Having Matt and Michelle there, um, you guys buying up all of their films that nobody else can get hold of any 120 HP5. No problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was lovely. And they had the... Um, little mini packs of I can't remember what they call them now they'll kill me for not remembering the handy packs of film developer so uh, we didn't talk about these when they came out um, but these are just like single shot servings of developer and um, sorry Alex is having problems driving uh, he's used to a van this is confusing if he's in the car now I think we've been down most of the motorway in third gear, so it's fine. That's why the image is smoking. Um, but yeah, these um, little handy packs of film developer. So you get enough basically to make up one solution worth of um, film developer and fixer and so on. You might think, well, what good is that to me? I, you know, I want more than that. It's not an economical way of doing it. And that's right. It's not an economical way of doing it. But it's a great way if you're going traveling, if you want to actually just take this stuff away with you somewhere and be able to do some film developing. Uh, I listened to Andrew Bargeman on the Lens of podcast uh, last week I think it was he was talking about the lab box it's like oh I might take the lab box away camping or something like that um, and this kind of thing would be fantastic if you, if you actually want to do that develop film whilst you're away um, then something like the lab box and these little handy packs of awful chemicals as an entry level as well to, to not to commit to buying a, you know, a, a load of developer fixer stopper which may go off or you might not get around to using it's just a good kind of gateway to getting to see if people like doing it yeah absolutely and I think the, the I can't remember they did tell me but I've forgotten I think the boxes cost about 12-15 pounds and you get all the chemicals and you need to do that and that is still about about as much or even slightly less than it costs to get a roll of black and white film developed um, so you can give it a try you don't lose anything because you would have paid that much money anyway and then if you find this for you and go oh this is great which of course you will do because developing black and white film is so much fun um, then you can then commit to buying stuff and the, the um, developer in it is Ilfosol 3 and I love Ilfosol 3 it is a fantastic developer um, it's just kind of bulletproof isn't it Ilfosol 3 I'm sure you've used it yeah it's what I started with it's good yeah exactly it's, it's a great go to um, and it works so well with so many films so that was very cool um and yeah, like I said we are heading back now. Uh, I'm gonna try and nail together everything that we've got. So um, I hope that uh, as you listen to this, we've got some short show. Uh, maybe you'll have already heard it. Maybe this will be the tail end of it. Who knows? Um, but it's been really fun this year. I know 
from our conversations with various people that we recorded yesterday, there's been much talk and speculation about hopefully next year having a bigger analog presence of the photography show, uh, and that would be wonderful. Uh, it, one of the, whilst there was a bigger analog presence there this year than there was last year, it was so disparate. Everything was spread out pretty much as far around the edges of the show as it possibly could have been. Um, Lomography in one corner, Patterson in one corner, Intrepid in one corner, Disabled Photographers in another corner, everything so, so spread out. So, And it's not an easy show to navigate. Um, the crowds are quite hard to deal with. Just finding places uh, is tricky. So we're hoping that we can get a more um, consistent and what's the word I'm grasping for Alex when things are put together uh, uh, let's say combine forces and get a space specifically for analogue photography in, in one spot so you know if you have communications if you're t on Twitter or, or email or whatever and you've been to the um, photography show quite frequently they will send follow-up emails saying we hope you enjoyed the photography show blah 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 maybe they send a questionnaire questionnaire out. i think they did that last year let them know that this would be something that you would like to see um because i think it would be fantastic if we could just kind of have a, a go-to place at the show uh, where there could be a, a greater analog presence so, but to make that happen we need to say look this is what we want in large enough numbers to make that happen um did you buy anything whilst you were here this weekend uh just the film just some uh, 10 rolls of uh, HP5 120. That's very good. I also was very civilised. I only bought a roll... Well, and the Pixelator, of course. But yeah, Oh, and the Pixelator. Roll. You haven't got that yet. Um, I just bought a roll of... What did I buy a roll of? Washi A, which is apparently uh, film leader from movie film, which is what they use to put the credits on. Um, I don't know. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Um, you know, I was there, the glamour of being in the presence of Paul and uh, Mary and Sam. So the guy said, well, I've got to buy something. Um, so I did. And now I've got that. And now I have no idea what I'll do with it. Um, it's been great. Thank you again so much to everybody who made the journey. I know some people made some very, very long journeys to come down. I know Nigel Cliff came down from Oop North, way, way up north. Um, Fraser Yule also, um, I said Ian, he came up from down in Devon or Cornwall, I think. Alex, you came all the way from Swansea. Did, yeah. yeah, bless you. Um, and even before we got to the photography show, Alex helped me. We spent two hours, two hours, listeners, wrestling um, the lens, Ronald's lens that's out, out of the lens board. Um, but we got it out in the end. It took quite a lot of WD-40. You were quite nervous about me liberally spraying WD-40 around the lens, but everything was fine. We got it out. Um, so now I have a lens ready to use for my Intrepid camera when that turns up. Um, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, I think that's going to do us. I think we're going to focus on the open road, try and not get arrested by police, get home safe. I hope everybody listening also got home safe. And until next year, I guess, from the photography show, uh, from me and from Alex, say bye, Al. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>